How you doing, jerk-offs? Welcome back to another episode of the Union Jack-Off. It is me, Daniel Muggleton, coming to you live, this time from Northampton. I think everybody's least favorite Hampton, Northampton, uh, sitting in the hotel room uh, with Steve Hofstetter, who I'm on tour with at the moment. And we're going to do a little Union Jack-Off first. We're going to have two people involved in the intro. It's never happened before. This is a big moment, big moment for the pod. Steve Hofstetter, how you doing? I'm just excited to be part of the moment. Thank you. This I, is history. Uh, great. I mean, I'm glad you've uh, managed to get your enthusiasm into your tone there. That's this uh, is, really no, felt it. I, I thought, like, I knew that I was, when I was coming to Europe, I knew there would be a lot of history here. Okay. But you didn't realize that you would I, be a part of it. I figured, I mean, look, there's castles like last night in, uh, in where, Nottingham? Nottingham. In Nottingham. Not only last night in Nottingham was there... Like, was there three different pubs that all claimed that they were the oldest in England? That's true. There was the inn. The so, one, one specified it was the oldest inn. Not so, just the oldest pub, oldest inn. So they said they were the oldest inn, but they had a pub. And then there was another pub that says they're the oldest pub in Nottingham. Okay. Which, how, if the other one is the oldest? My point is, at least two of them were lying. <laughs> but the I knew that there was that. There was also a lot of fake history. A lot of fake history. Great deal of uh, Robin Hood history. Really, you you were doing some reading up. I wasn't. I was I was busy go- on the wrong train, we ending just... up in Attenborough, <laughs> named after David Attenborough. The irony being, there's nothing fucking there. Yeah, for Dave, even David Attenborough was just navigating. You can see on the platform nothing. That Dan is standing there for a half hour. Oh man, with no train. No train. This so is cold. not his natural habitat. This it's not a society when you have to wait over fifteen minutes for a train. That's when you're living in the animal kingdom. Animals get a train quicker than half an hour. How's the train system in Australia? Oh, fucking terrible. But I got a car, mate. <laughs> I got a car there. I'm an adult. I'm an adult in Australia. Here is where I'm a child. But yeah, we're Nottingham. Nottingham last night at the Glee. How'd you feel about Nottingham? Let's do a quick debrief. Okay, so we could debrief. Nottingham was it was fun, but it wasn't like on fire like most of the other shows have been the other shows have been red hot i reckon what i reckon glasgow we got to give a shout out to jerk off jackie yeah in glasgow asking a union jack off based question the first question ever asked about the union jack off live at one of my shows uh well that's also because this is the first time you've been doing a q a it's true more I guess history q a more history uh it, it's been what we've done eight shows now i think yes eight shows eight shows uh nottingham definitely not the best of the eight. No. Uh, if I were to rank them, it would be eighth. Eighth? <laughs> eighth. Last? I like that, you're, like that you're giving it like a positive spin. Eighth. It's eighth best. Eighth best. Out of eight. I mean, but that's you would also, be a very encouraging parent. <laughs> yeah, but that's also <laughs> You were eighth because, best at running out of eight. Yeah, but five of the five of the eight shows could tie for best. Like, yeah, they were, they were red hot. It's been fantastic. Glasgow was fantastic. Edinburgh... Uh, Dublin, um, where where else were we? That was amazing. Uh, Manchester and Liverpool, yeah, were all, all very good, fantastic. And look, and Belfast, while it started shit, it ended up great. Yeah, it improved. Yeah, Belfast was definitely would win the most improved award. <laughs> everyone's everyone's like, you were shit at the start of this award. It was very weird because it was a it was a great looking venue. Yeah, and the crowd seemed to have energy. Converted church, converted church, beautiful like three level venue, big space, high yeah. stage, decorated well, uh, lit well. And I came out with my phone. Like sometimes I'll do that when there you know when there's a crowd that seems ready to go. And I come out with no one introducing me. And it, there's a fun little, like, what moment from the crowd. 
Yeah. And like I'll come out with my phone on video and kind of like, hey, you know, give everybody, you'll be on my Instagram kind of thing. And like in Belfast, nobody cheered. It's no. the first time that's happened where people were just like, "What? It, why are you?" Well, they were startled. Why do you have your phone. I think they were mostly startled. They yeah. kind of had the deer in the headlights thing, being like, "Why is the show begun? Why, without, and why is the show us? Yeah, this is this is not good <laughs> at all. Why are we on camera? This is Belfast. What's happening?" I think part of it is just that. Uh, it, well, and some of them might have been like, "We're not supposed to be here. Turn it off." <laughs> uh, I think it's just in the states. There's more of a look at me attitude. Definitely. And so when someone points a camera at you in the States, people go nuts. Dude, you guys are so good on camera, it's unbelievable. Just the amount of smooth motherfuckers like in the crowd shot. Like they know exactly how to play in yeah. the States. Whereas here everyone seizes up, like in Australia. I yes, I appreciate the compliment, but there's also more than the smooth people or the people just making themselves look like idiots. But is, there's a lot of that too. But that's what you need as a cameraman. Like, surely as a cameraman in America, you can just phone it in. Like, yeah. they're going to do the work for you. You just point a camera to the stands at any sporting event, and like, someone is going to be dancing like a moron. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, like, you that's guys what they want. It. That's what they do. But all right, well, let's go. Let's go. Just, I reckon, two important British experiences that we had today. Yes. You had your first Nando's, cheeky I did. Nando's. I had a cheeky Nando's, and you, you made fun of me, and it hurt. I did, yeah, because you did it all wrong. You got you got a quarter chicken. You went for the smallest possible amount of chicken with the least trimmings. I did the quarter chicken. Well, because I was thinking of doing the half chicken on the two sides. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute. If I just do a quarter chicken and one side, I could also get dessert. And yeah. I was in the mood for dessert. You know, like d the dessert thing that you go to Nando's for? Where you're it's, like, hey, I feel like unlimited frozen yogurt. Let's look, go to Nando's. I was about to order it, and then I saw the unlimited frozen yogurt, and I was like, yes, please. Unbelievable. In the moment. Got my money's worth for sure. Only an American who lives in LA could instinctually choose frozen yogurt. I had two pounds of frozen yogurt, and I don't mean the money. No, it means sheer <laughs> the, quantity. The weight you should have seen him yogurt. put this away. It was, it, like was, a, it was like a fetish. It was mango frozen <laughs> yogurt, so it was healthy. It was fruit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Real fruit was it in was there. It was just fruit. In a yeah. country that's never touched a real live mango, they found it in the frozen yogurt. Oh, are, are mangoes not grown here in England? I mean, they have mangoes here, but they're a poor substitute for an actual mango. Yeah, I found out that actually that actual mangoes are orange, not the yellow that... I, I'm used to them being. Yeah, no, oranges. I think Australia does mangoes correctly. I don't know for sure, but yeah. when I when I've tasted a mango in Australia, it tastes amazing. Anywhere I, else in the world, nah. Mango in the States, it's still my favorite fruit, and it tastes really good, but then I had a mango in Hawaii, and I was like, oh, what are we even doing? Right. Like, so I in mean, in Hawaii, the, con in the continental it. states. Okay. But then I went, over, I went to Hawaii and had a mango there, and it was like orange and wonderful. And you're like, this is the game changer. This is it. Why I am I, why, I can never have this in a non-tropical climate ever again. I can't, I can't do it. Okay. But, right. And then also the train was horrible. The train was horrible. We had your first little train delay. Just yeah. uh, quietly upset British people, changing platforms and whispering, this is unbelievable. Yeah. It, it was no one wanted to be upset by it. Everyone was looking at each other for information. Yeah. There was no one who knew anything, but everyone assumed the person next to them knew something. Yeah. And then I had the dude on the train next to me. So then the train's a little bit crowded, more crowded than usual on the afternoon. Mm. And there was a dude who sat next to me uh, playing his music super loud. Like he had AirPods. Yeah. And it was as if he did not have AirPods. I didn't realize that was him. I thought it must have been someone behind him with no headphones at all. But his AirPods were fucking pumped. There were four people playing music. 
yeah. on that train. And One was right stand next to it. me. Can't stand it. It's amazing because Americans are known for obnoxious behavior. That's obnoxious behavior, and you're like, this is unacceptable. Well, because I know about all the obnoxious behavior around me. Uh huh. And so I don't like it. I, I like it though because you get a little bit mouthy. Like I enjoy that about you. Like when that that couple was like listening to like Billy Joel at 11 a.m. while drinking a beer. Yeah. You were just kind of like this. Like oh man, this is a great song. You just kind of said that <laughs> to nobody in particular. <laughs> just a little lippy. You know, I enjoy that about you. That was one where I was like, I don't know if this guy is a soccer hooligan. Yeah. Because it could be. We were what well, we were going Liverpool to Manchester, right? It was it was at Preston, and if anybody knows Preston, it is not nice as yeah. a place. I don't think anyone's like, fucking how dare you say that about Preston? They're like, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a guy named Preston feeling a little insulted right now. <laughs> well Preston very famously walked off a chat show in the UK. What? Because uh, Simon Amstel made fun of his wife on a chat show and he walked Who's, off. Wait, there is a guy named Preston. He, he used to be part of a band. I don't remember the band. Oh, I was just making fun of because there are people named Preston. I know, but this is like an actual UK, I would say a cultural moment, like a big cultural moment. And he, so he walked off the set because Simon Amster was making fun of his wife's book. And yeah, well, don't I mean, don't take that. It's it's that guy he had just learned to read. Yeah, like so. I mean, judging by the, judging by the writing in the book, his wife had just learned to read also. Yeah, was, I don't uh, know anything strong. about either of them, but I'm happy to mock them with you. Yeah, fucking get him. I just um, want to feel like I'm included. Yeah, it was just it was real funny because he's since come out and been like it was it was wrong to walk off the set of the show, and I like, mean the set of the show where they make fun of every guest, and you just decided to take it personally while yeah. wearing a glittery cardigan. He was wearing a glittery cardigan? A glittery cardigan. So he that's someone who wanted to be made fun of. Well, you'd think so, but apparently not. Yeah? Based on his behavior. He, no, he was like, look, I wore this glittery cardigan so you would concentrate on this and not how bad my wife's book is. <laughs> I was trying to distract you with the glittery cardigan. Like, So the glittery cardigan was like the rodeo clown to keep the bull, the bull away Absolutely. from the book. Glittery cardigan is actually the name of my band. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Preston is in it. it. Uh, wait, we got it. We can't. We can't keep talking. We're gonna have a proper episode. Two episodes time. I'm yeah, gonna lock do you, you down. Do your do the episode. We're doing a proper debrief. But I just wanted to say, Steve Hoff said we still got some dates in yeah. the UK and in, Europe where in, the jerkoffs are at. Yeah, we're doing uh, London. We added a third show in London and a second show in Brighton. Yeah, because the other shows are packed. So that's uh, Friday the twenty second. There's still like ten tickets left to the late show in London. Yes, and then on Sunday the twenty fourth, there's some there's some tickets at in London. Vauxhall Comedy Club. The people who produce this podcast. Yes. So and go down to Vauxhall. Go see them. Yeah, in Brighton, the first show sold out. Second show, it's about halfway there, and it's uh, Caroline's. Carolina Brunswick. Yeah, that's Carolina the twenty third of November. Correct. And then let's let's go let's go through europe real fast where are we in europe in europe we are in uh tienen and belgium or sorry tienen and brussels in belgium yeah uh then we are in amsterdam 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 boom chicago great yes. venue then copenhagen i think no, no, no we're warsaw. in poland poland we're yeah. in warsaw then copenhagen i forget the order we're in warsaw then copenhagen and then oslo and stockholm, stockholm. finishing in sweden yeah and a lot of those are getting close to sold out now. We're we're packing them in. Yeah, and I, I hear as a, as a present for supporting you on the tour, you're going to buy me a piece of IKEA furniture in Sweden, the I, home of IKEA. That is the goal. I'm going to buy you a lamp for your lamp joke. Fucking finally, the lamp joke gets the recognition it deserves. You all know the joke. The lamp joke is the best joke. All right, we're gonna we're gonna lose Steve Hofstetter because it is time to get into this week's episode and this week's guest. Big get, big get on the pot. Have you ever heard of Joe.co.uk? Oh yeah. Have you? Yeah. Really? Yes. What is it? I, I, there are a lot of things I've heard of that I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, it's a big website. It's a huge website. Yeah. Massive. Like 2 million viewers a month. Yeah. Is like, it? Is it's it, a monster. Hold on a second. It's either 
Is it like shopping or is it travel? What is it? It's not. It's not travel. It's kind of like, kind of like a social. Like sports are in there. Yeah. Politics are in there. Just kind of like a youth website. Started off in Ireland, moved over to the UK. The old reverse colonization. Nice. Uh, very sneaky. Nicely done, Ireland. Get yeah. them back. One Get them back. At a time. That's it. One unique visitor at a time. Uh, so, I got on from Joe.co.uk. I've got Nora Dean Chowdhury, who is a man who I've been following ever since. He goes up to Edinburgh, and i got to say, he reviews only the best fringe shows, because uh, he reviewed mine, obviously. Right. That's, like, that's where the favoritism is. He wrote one of the nicest reviews I've ever received. It was probably like the... I could never possibly describe myself as beautifully as he described me. Um, I'm indebted to this review, because whenever I feel down, I can read that fucker and be like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love this man. Uh, I've never met him. And it, we've always like interacted on Twitter. Talks. He's very like aware of Australian politics, super aware of UK politics. And I was like, elections coming up. Let's have a chat to Nora Dean. He's from Manchester. Finally got a Mancunian, born, raised, never left. And I wanted to hear all about the Manchester experience from him. What do you reckon about that? Uh, I'm excited and I'm curious to see whether or not he reviewed my show. Now I want to look back and find out. I don't know if he was there in 2018. It's good. We can do a little research. But uh, to get us to Nora Dean. Uh, we have this week's feature track. It is Finnegan Tui and Benedict Quinn, The Mask. We've got a bloody Kiwi, a Kiwi contributing a track this week. How That's nice awesome. is that? Beautiful. So Finnegan Tui and Benedict Quinn, The Mask. You're going to get a taste of it now. You get the full track at the end of the episode. But jerk-offs, I want to dive in. It's a great chat on the road in Manchester in the joe.co.uk offices. Let's talk to Noradine Chowdhury. to take these out yeah i used to i used to do it with them in yeah like we're just like these little crappy like iphone headphones just in and like people would be looking at me funny and i'm like yeah this doesn't feel <laughs> this doesn't feel like a chat between two people this feels this yeah. feels like no, someone... well, well, well like in, in all seriousness like i one thing i really like about what i've heard of your podcast it's like it just it, it does feel like you're eavesdropping well that, th- that's good i think that's the the best podcasts are the ones that it just feels as if like you're sat there listening to the people chat rather than all right well that is that is a relief because yeah. usually it's a whole fucking production yeah <laughs> that well, goes well, into well, making it seem casual well again like you are like i i think one of the issues with a comic hosting something is is that natural performers like you've got an ego like you want to be central session but you're you're, you're not like that in your podcast right. you, you actually do listen this which is, is great this is the first time my podcast ever started with compliments about my <laughs> podcast <laughs> This is sick. I, from now on, I'm going to insist. Guests yeah, listen. Yeah. Come in here with some compliments in the bag. So listen, like, like yeah. fuck, Dan. They respect Dan. This is so nice. We just thought he was some guy rolling around. Uh, but no, it's really, it's really sweet of you. It was funny. I was talking to uh, Evelyn Mock after the last episode, yeah. and she was like, "Yeah, like you really let us talk." And I'm like, "Aren't I supposed to?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't do a podcast where I interview people every week to tell people more about me. Well, actually, yeah, fuck, you're right. Only a psychotic comedian would ever do that. I've, I've certainly been involved in podcasts. Uh, I probably shouldn't be saying it. I, I've, I've definitely been involved in podcasts where 
very big name comedians are on it and it's all about them and and very talented people very funny people come on and yeah it's still about that person yeah i mean look maybe we've diagnosed my lack of success maybe that's (laughs) (laughs) damn nice guy career going nowhere like his career is just stalled it's really got to make it about him more which is a weird thing for an only child to need to do (laughs) look this only child comedian needs to be more selfish that's what we look for Oh man, but I got I got this view. We're we're coming to you live from Manchester in the in the Joe Media. Are we allowed to say we're in the Joe Media offices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank thank yeah. God. I don't want to offend Joe. Uh, <laughs> very afraid of Joe. Um, no, it was funny because I I think the first time I don't know what happened. The first time I came across you was yeah. through the Quotas Full Boys because they were t- I think they were talking about you giving them oh, a shout out or something, and I made fun of it like, why does everything in this country just have a dude's name? <laughs> Like you got a TV channel called Dave. You got your big news website called Joe. Like I, I'm not into this. You know what I mean? Like I don't know who the French fucker is called Predamonje, but like you know, I'm not. I'm not having this. And they're like, and then I think you commented on something about the episode, and they're like, yeah, bloody probably heard you slag him off. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> is that the one when um you were doing? Is it the Home and Away? The Home and Away. Yes. Yeah, 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 dude. That was. I love it. That was so surreal. That was like. You, like I don't know if you realise how how much of a big deal like Homeway Neighbours used to be in this country. I don't know if it's anymore. Really? When, when when I was growing up, literally everyone used to rush home, like from school. What what time was it on? What was the time slot? It was it was around about half past five, I think. Right. Yeah. And that was we had. Fuck you! You're right. Was it your? Is that like your soap? opera like was that kind of what it was in this country like a real soap or yeah yeah it was it was um i think we were behind you by about a year okay so but yeah like it was on every, it was on every weekday <laughs> you're getting the delayed one it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they're still just using flip phones and shit and you're like oh yeah wow these beach these beach people are really behind this is weird i think um didn't um do you know when um you're probably too young for this when um charlene and scott got married mate i I'm in awe of how much people in this country know about this yeah. show. I could not even tell you who Charlene and Scott but were. It was, I could name a, I could name anyone apart from Alf. All right, I got well, Alf. Well, it was Jason Donovan and Callum Milk. Oh, and the reason I mention it is because I think off the off that episode of them getting married, Angry Anderson went to number one in in the charts. I think in this country. Right. Why did Angry Anderson go to number one? Because that was the music that was played during the wedding. Oh my God! What a what a cultural footprint Australia has left. <laughs> exactly. Wait, 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 I thought Kylie was na- Neighbours, not Home and Away. No, I'm talking about Neighbours now. It was talking about Neighbours now? It was, it was Neighbours. Good, not- there we go. <laughs> I do know something about my culture. I, we actually, I actually remember Home and Away launching in this country. Like, because like, like, Neighbours was going on for ages, but like Home and Away, it was a bit late you, on the scene, wasn't it? Are you, tell- are you telling me there was a time before Home and Away and Neighbours? Because I haven't lived in that time. Yeah. I'm like, this is like for the kids who so are like, there was a time down. before Wi-Fi? It's like, yeah, there no, was- there was. <laughs> You had to plug in, dude. You had to get that plug going. Oh, man. I, so did you, you watched it as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely what, loved it. Why did you find I d- it I interesting? I mean, are you from Manchester? Like, I is am, this yeah. like you're born yeah. and bred Manchester? Okay, born so I guess, Manchester. I guess like, as that, it would be interesting yeah. to imagine being near water. Well, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was interesting because cause obviously you've got the UK, which, because we live here, it's very boring and sort of standard and, like, school's, yeah. not, school's normal. And then you've got, like, America, like, Saved by the Bell, like, glamorous, all that. Like, okay. like Australia, like, it was kind of in between culturally. Like, it was still kind of glamorous, 
but not as polished as, as like the States. Right, so okay. So almost something to aspire to. You still have the sure. lockers. Yeah, because like we didn't, because yeah, American TV, like my friend like is an Australian comedian, uh, Amos Gill, I'll say his name, because he's an <laughs> egomaniac. I tell you, you're on his podcast, he'll be talking all over you. Uh, but no, Amos, he went to America and he like, he, he opens for Jim Jeffries a lot. Yeah. And um, the first thing they said to him was like, you got to fix your teeth. Like that was just like straight out the gate. Like they, it was getting like an American agent and they're like, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean about this? Like, I look fine. Like in Australia, I'm on TV. Things are fine. He's like, nah, we got to, if you, I think, I think the quote was, I'm trying to remember exactly, but it's like, if you fix your teeth, you can be the ugly guy on a sitcom. <laughs> what? what an accolade. <laughs> I, mean, I probably shouldn't have said his name now. Fuck it. He's all right. He's got a good sense of humor. Uh, but yeah, just like, oh man, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. believe, like, yeah, American people are too hot. Yeah. Like, I feel much more comfortable here. And, and another show, I mean, like, Home Away Neighbors are like the mainstream stuff. Like, if, if you were sort of like an indie little kid, like Round the Twist, do you remember that? Yeah, Round the Twist, absolutely. R- Round the Twist, amazing. Round the twist. Like, yeah. that, that still holds up. Yeah. Incredible. I, I don't, this is like, this is a genuine thing for me. I don't remember my childhood very well and like everyone's been like were you abused and i'm like i don't remember that either <laughs> it's just snapshots <laughs> yeah just like i'm just like maybe i've blocked it out very effectively <laughs> but uh it is a weird thing because people reminisce like you know i got my fiance so i was like remember watching this and, she's, and i'm like no no i don't and she's like what were you doing and i'm like i don't know <laughs> keeping my mouth shut i guess i don't know but yeah around the t- i do remember watching yeah. around the twist and then, what, did you have like, were you, the cartoons, like the Ferals? That was a very Australian show, with a Z. No. Um, that was like puppets and shit. The, the, only other Ameri- the only other Australian sort of like type show, I can't remember the name, like it was a kid. It was, uh-huh. a, little bit, it was a little bit like around the twist, except the kid was in a band. Oh, that sounds familiar, but I as, can't. As, as, soon as, as soon as anyone listens to this, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but yeah. I can't remember. But get in, get in touch with both of us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just tag us and stuff. Well, I should say, I'm bloody here with. I'm here with Noradine yeah, Chowdhury. that's me. Is that, did I nail all of that? Be- beautifully pronounced. Thank yeah. fuck. I, <laughs> I'll be honest, it's the first time we've met. Like, we've, yeah. we've, we've interacted, yeah. as is the beauty of the internet. But I've, like, I've never said this name. It goes by the beta genius. I'm going... I can't go with that though. I, I, I hate I hate that. Why why where did it come from the bearded genius? <laughs> my my first sort of like because I like Twitter, like it was all new when I started and like I I had do you know George Best, the footballer? Yes. He was my avatar. Uh-huh. So, so he was the bearded genius, not me. Right. So you would name yeah, George Best is yeah. known as the bit is George Best Northern Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, because we're yeah. just we're just in Belfast and that's how I know uh, I'm like, right. all right, I've I swear yeah. I've seen the name George Best fucking everywhere recently. <laughs> so there we but, go. But it, like it's it's a horrible name. Like like bearded genius, like it means nothing. Like and, and I love I love the fact that anyone who corrects me always says, You've not got a beard, as if like the genius is fine. You can call yourself a genius. But, right. Oh, you're self-conscious about that. I thought the beard was the main issue. That's what <laughs> well, I was it's both. It's, it's kind of like, I, I, I've written, I've written like serious pieces about like politics in this country and how sort of corrupt everything is and how everything is loaded against the left and everything and all this. And, and then it's by bearded genius. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just completely undermines it. Yeah, exactly. Man, that's like, I got this, I got this theory about like Australian racism. Like yeah. the reason that we get away with it more is because everyone's got a nickname. <laughs> Like, that's why it's just like, you know, David, you can't say that. David, oh, fine. Like, don't worry about it. Not a big issue. He'll learn one day. It's there, just there, David. There's, there's definitely something. Is it, is it um, what's the, what's the name for it? Is it, is it Larrikin? 
Larrikin, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's almost like a knockabout sort of like Australian sort of uh, stereotype where it's almost it softens it. Dude, absolutely. Like I, yeah. I mean, you know, this is speaking as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking sum up racism. Let's do it. Uh, but no, genuinely, I think I think it in Australia. In my experience, it's far less insidious. It's like it's like kind of. You know, obviously the best kind is none, but like this is like cat, like it's yeah, it's there's less to it here. It feels very ingrained. Like yeah. when when people say racist shit, you're like, oh, that's like from the heart. Oh like, yeah, he's written that down somewhere. I, like you know, you're different because because obviously you, you you're, you're very smart and sort of clued up. Uh, so sort of wait, you, you, the you, bearded genius is calling me <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, and also, and also, which is important, you're well travelled and everything. Yeah. But generally, no disrespect, but I think of Australians kind of in the same way as I think of old people. Like, it's kind of like a little bit racist. But they they mean well. Yeah. I know they live in a different place. I mean, that's. I I think that's actually part of it. Like, just the the shit, like the experience of like black and brown people. And Asian people. Well, let's say Asian people because we yeah. have more Asian people. Yeah. So things like mainly black and brown. And yeah. We're just excited to see them. Like, and it just kind of it comes out yeah. this weird like, but I know stuff about you. And it's like, we're not all the same. <laughs> like that kind of vibe. I, I'll, I'll clarify that. I think, yeah, Asian, as in East Asian, I think that can be real racism. And obviously like like the native people. Oh, yeah, the but, indigenous population. But, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's a whole that's different. That's fucking real. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like for instance, I've... I've spoken to an Australian person who used the P word, which obviously right. people would be hugely offensive over here. But like he was talking about in terms of just like the, the, the Pakistani cricket team, like that's, that's, that's a nickname for them. Dude, that was, that was like printable in the yeah. papers until like, I reckon 2004, yeah. maybe. Cause I'm a big cricket fan yeah. from like back in the day. And like, if you listen to the 12th man, like that's what they're like, yeah. just, just as you'd say the palms, you'd say. Yeah. But, it, but it wasn't seen as a loaded no, it, 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 not not like it was in this country. No, you'd never. No. That's that's the thing. You would just never yell it no. at anyone. Like no. it wouldn't unless you like at a cricket match with the international team, like during a test. Like you might, yeah, but not hatefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, just yeah. be like, ah, uh, like, you know. like like you was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so so weird because like here, yeah, it's just like the fact that you said like the P word took me a second. I'm like, what's he talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like prick? Like what? Like I'm not <laughs> yeah. there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 funny, man. Just because like I think it's gonna be weird going back because like, I'm going back soon, oh, and right. just like yeah, just like I live Shoreditch in London, very diverse, and it's gonna be odd. When you say go back, do you mean just for a tour or? Um, I'm back. I'm back for like about six months to a year. Oh, getting married and stuff. Oh, you know, fuck. proper life things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just gonna be. Odd. I'm just gonna be like. Where is everybody? Like not yeah. just not just like people of color, but like yeah. people. I just need more people around. I, 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 like genuinely, like are you, are you not going to miss like this country? Just I'm going to miss like, it. I'm going to miss it so much. Yeah. I want to make that very clear. I really enjoy it here. Like, like, I have like, a great like time. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like like there's so many things not to miss. Like the, like the weather and like certain ways of commuting and stuff like that. But like just like it keeps you hard and it keeps you sharp and it sort of. It feels like the center in some ways of like, especially like comedy, like, like, this, yeah. th- this, 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 there's so many, obviously like amazing sort of Australian comedians, amazing sort of American comedians and everything. But like, it feels as if, as, as if like, co- like this, this is like the ground zero of comedy. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, 
if you if you ask me, I'd say I think Americans have the best comedians in the world. Yeah, that's just that's just my opinion. But I think in terms of like a country and like culture, like a culture of comedy, I think the UK is like just this. Like a lot of people are funny here. Like a lot of people. Like the percentage is yeah. higher. Like you know, kind of like the number of redheads. You know, like it's like a. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's a direct correlation, but like yeah, just like it's just. And yeah, I think for me, like as a comic, it's been awesome. Like, especially just to get away from Australia, kind of have a cleaner perspective on it. Because like, if you live in the same place forever, like you really, mm. you don't know that it's the place that makes you think like that. You're just like, oh, that's, what you th that's how you think. Well, well also, I, I, I'd suggest that you've got quite a British sensibility in terms of your humour. Like, like in terms of, like, I, I know a lot of your humour is sort of like uh, looking at the differences and stuff like that, but like... Um, just the fact that you're, like, you're quite sardonic, you will abuse your audiences. And, 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 and like the part of the reason why that works is, is A, because they love it and they accept it, but B, like th there's that level of trust that you, know, you, you kind of know that they've got a level of intelligence and de self-deprecation that they'll take it. Yeah, that was actually a really funny... Oh, man, I'd love to hear your perspective on this. This is this yeah. a Brexit joke that you've seen me do. Um, I was I'm talking to Steve. I'm touring with Steve Hofstetter, American guy. And he was like, I love that joke, but I think like... Like, so basically it's the one about Brexit's the first time a country has ever voted to stop immigration but only white people. And yeah. I find that impressive. And then I do like the act out about like these fucking Belgians, like, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's just my like intention with that joke is I'm like, yeah, like obviously a lot of people when they were voting for Brexit, no one wanted to get rid of Belgians. They wanted to get rid of Muslims and they don't understand what the EU is. So like, that's it. Yeah. So that's like, but I think British audiences understand that subtext, even though I never spell it out. Like I yeah. never explain that. And he was like, I don't think they get it because really they were voting for this. And I'm like, oh no, I know. And they know. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, I really think anyone listening to that joke in the UK isn't being like, oh, but yeah, we were voting that's, that's the Polish the out. Like, no. Exactly. Was... exactly. Well, well, I mean, I mean, like as, as with anyway, like, like there's different demographics and like obviously the UK is a big place. So, and part... I guess that a lot of people who go and see you didn't necessarily vote for Brexit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not my big demo. <laughs> yeah. Huge in Sunderland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Massive. Can't walk down the street there. Luton, kill it. Yeah, dude. Oh, you know who fucking hates, uh, well, loves Brexit? Northampton. That tricked really? me. I was doing my shit in Northampton. I mentioned it and they just tuned out for like 10 minutes. Who's, Those fucking it, cowards. <laughs> anyway. Isn't somebody from Northampton? Like, isn't there a comic from Northampton? I mean, ooh. There's a few, like, I think Andrew Bird is from around there, if you know him. Right. I think, um, like, if it's, like, that kind of area, is there's, that, like... Whereabouts is that in, in the UK? Northampton. Kind of, like, double the length of Luton away. Ah, so Luton, right. yeah, it's fucking... It's just, a, yeah, it's just right. anywhere yeah. along that highway. That's where they're voting out. <laughs> um, hate the traffic out there. Uh, <laughs> But um, no, yeah, it's just like, I, th I thought it was like, you know, most of them commute to London every day. Yeah. I just, I know this sounds dumb, but like in my head, I just kind of assume that if you live in London, you've got other things on your mind apart from Europeans. Like, just like, there's just shit going on there. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's I think it's like the otherness is the big, it's like Australia being like, yeah. we can't have any refugees. And I'm like, dude, there's longer lines at Bishoom. <laughs> than there are trying to get into Australia. And we're freaking out about it. We've got nothing but space, like nothing but space. <laughs> I find, I find it interesting, like, there's, there's certain places that you kind of think, like, geographically, like, what is it that makes them a little bit more racist or a little bit more right-wing? And, like, sometimes you, you get the feeling that, like, the extremities are a little bit more sort of insular. But, mm. like, um, I've never been there, but, like, Brighton is somewhere 
down south where like it is kind of on, on extremity but like it's very cool it's very, it's supposed to be very sort of like super liberal sound yeah yeah you never been to Brighton no mate you gotta get into stand up comedy you yeah. go everywhere <laughs> yeah I say it all if you've been to Lincoln you better be in a fucking so, Lincoln <laughs> so, so how would you describe Brighton is it like very like vegan sort like, of like bohemian yeah that's it like yeah. just like classic kind of gentrified like kind of kind of progressive progressive white people I think is right, like the okay. vibe like kind of like kind of like half San Francisco, half Santa Monica Pier. Right. Like, okay. That's that's Brighton for me. I don't know if you've been to San Fran either. Well, but, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's it's. It, but I mean, yeah, that's it's it's the whole kind of um, like you say, it's white, isn't it? It's 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 do gooders. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's weird because like they are good people, but yeah. they're also precisely the group who take offense on behalf of other people. <laughs> like they <they're, laughs> that is that is Brighton to a T. <laughs> Like they will, they will kind of take offense away from you. Um, but yeah, they're, they're really good. I, yeah. I do like it down there. But I, I want to talk to you about Manchester because yeah. weirdly, this is the thing. I, I don't know, you know, as you've got your Australian knowledge from yeah. Home and Away and Neighbours and stuff. Manchester, I thought was going to be way bigger, like way bigger right. as a city. Because like, I think as an Australian, you assume it's like, like London, like not as big as London, yeah. but like half as big as London. And it's not. No, no. It's like, it's nowhere near that. I mean, that, but that's part of why I love Manchester. Because, like, Manchester feels like a big city, but, like, very sort of um, concentrated. So you can essentially walk from one end of Manchester city centre to the other. Yeah. Like, easily. Like, like within, like, 40 minutes or something. Well, I think I, think I almost just did. I walked from yeah. Northern Quarter to here yeah, yeah, until, yeah. like, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it just... Because, like, culturally, it seems like Manchester's a huge part of the UK yeah it, it definitely sort of punches above its weight yeah, yeah. And, like, and, and it's, it's it's always had that cool thing hasn't it right is that part of the well like, is it a bit of like because Northern Quarters put like your little Brighton in, yeah within Manchester like, that's where they are <laughs> yeah. but like what what do you mean like it's like has it always had this kind of second yeah. well because technically the second city is Birmingham yeah but if you asked anybody outside of the UK they'd say yeah. Manchester well, the, well the, there's that old saying isn't there that sort of like People from Birmingham think uh, that Birmingham is a second city, but people from Manchester think London is. <laughs> so, but, 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 but that again, is so English. I love it. Yeah. I love but the, it. But, but the, the, whole, the whole thing about sort of Manchester is that I think there's always been this sort of like, I don't know if it's overconfidence, but like just this arrogance of like, of like we are from Manchester, like deal with it, like we're special in some way. And I'm like, mm. That can definitely come across as obnoxious, but in a way, it's weirdly self-fulfilling. Uh, because if, if enough people say it, sure. start believing it. Because, like, I mean, like, like Oasis and like. Well, that's what I mean. When you're describing like this, yeah. like, you believe it, you do it. Like, it's Oasis. I'm like, yeah, yeah. they're just like, we're the best band in the world. And like, All right. The only thing I'd say. And like football as well, obviously. Oh yeah. But so I mean, like, that's com- comedy as well. Like, like. Who are your comedians? Who are the people that came out of? Well, um, Steve Coogan, uh, Carolina right. Hearn. Like, yeah. um, I mean, they, they, like if you if you if you go a bit broader, like there's a uh, Peter Gay from Bolton. Mm. Uh, there's Justin Morehouse. There's uh, Rachel Fairburn. Yeah. There's so, so, so there's there's like a there's like a big sort of. Uh, Heritage. This Craig Cash, who who sort of works with Hearn for the Royal Family. Sure. Um, Coronation Street has always had this sort of humour to it. So like, there's like a definite sort of Mancunian sort of style of humour and sort of uh, attitude. And 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 that, that that even like 
that comedy sort of even sort of uh, pervades into like the music because like the Oasis like, were very yeah, funny. Like yeah. I think one of the fun. I watch this almost weekly. Just yeah. that familiar to millions concert when he comes out and says shithole. Yeah. And then says how you, how you doing? How you doing, Wembley? <laughs> It's, just it, in London it's yeah. like fucking hilarious it's, 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 like, like and both of those like I, I I still really like sort of Liam sure yeah just, that, just that's kind of controversial right like it, well yeah because everyone's like Liam's a bit of a dick well I mean I like that he is what he is what he is I mean believe it or not I'm into that also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, against character for me somebody standing in front of a mic and sort of thinking the right that's that's very uh, Dude, off brand I tell you that, that is not a popular stance in Australia I'll tell you that for free but I mean, I'm, I'm less, I'm less keen on Noel, but okay. I can't deny that he's funny. He's hilarious. Yeah. I think they're both just very yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just that's, that's kind of what they had over yeah. Blur, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Like Blur just kind of, nah. <laughs> uh, serious. <laughs> but it's, but, but it's interesting how like, um, obviously you've got, you've got L- London will always be London. London will be one of the biggest sort of world capitals, but then like yeah. Manchester always felt as if it like had a bit more of an edge because it wasn't because like it's never cool to be completely mainstream or sort of like sure. the biggest. Um, my my only concern about Manchester is like it's getting to a level now where we're kind of I worry that we're kind of living in the past a little bit. Okay. Just because um, I don't know, like now, like if you if you think of a Mancunian, sure, like. I assume you'll think of like Oasis and that whole style. Pretty much, like tracksuit. Yeah. Believe it or not, another, yeah. another thing I'm a fan of. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that kind of mod yeah. hair. Is well, it a mod haircut? What's well, that it's, haircut? It's, it's, it's the guy kind of like the Tom Ward d- hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm picturing. <laughs> they, but but it's, it's kind of like that haircut, that, the, the sort of like uh, Parker, yeah. the uh, Adidas, the sort of uh, like Adidas Samba, stuff like that. Like it's, it's very... It's very Mancunian, but it's 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 slightly dated now. Sure. And 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 now like, I worry that sort of like and, and like we have some like amazing like murals and like street art in like mm. Manchester, but like, it all sort of like mythologizes and sort of like, is very rever- reverential of like a period that is now like twenty years ago. Do you know what I mean? Right. They're not. That's not the current. Yeah. So so, so, so like right. it's You're like, kind of riding on the coattails of these past that's achievements. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so I, I don't. I don't. One Manchester to become stuck in that, like, because, like, Stoke was Stoke. Something. No, no, I said Stoke. That, oh, that, sorry, that's just, that just like my manc accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Manchester to become Stoke more than any, anything. Don't do not become Stoke. I don't think anyone wants anyone wants anything to become Stoke. I don't think Stoke want to be Stoke. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> oh, we're, we're Stoke again for another year. Shit. <laughs> no, but like one thing that we've always taken the piss out of Liverpool for, which, mm-hmm. which again, like. Liverpool is a, is is like an amazing city with its own culture, but like, always took the piss like, oh yeah, you can't stop going about the Beatles. Sure, but like, is is Manchester any different now? Right, just keep going on about Oasis, yeah. going about Stone Alex Ferguson, Rose, Stone Roses, yeah, yeah, okay. And like, and like, even like you mentioned like the the football clubs like United, like mm. I support United, and like. Every single banner is a reference to an, to an Oasis line or a Stone Roses line. It's like, right. like can like move on. Yeah, you know I mean? who's, who's your current cultural crop? Like, has it has it happened and not been embraced, or is it just know. a bit of well, a dry aren't, spell? Aren't, aren't, uh, aren't nineteen seventy five from Manchester? I sh- I don't know. Like, this is the thing. Yeah. I look young and act <laughs> young, but I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> It's really kind of a problem. You've been much more on top of it because of like, I assume because of your work with Joe, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. you've got to 
But yeah, 1975, yeah. everyone was like this big band. Yeah. I listened to like two songs, and I was like, ah. But, but again, like, like they wouldn't be seen as mean from Manchester because they do not sound like the stereotype of Manchester. And, they, and they've not made a big deal of like, yeah, yeah, we're from Manchester, we've got the Manchester mm. swagger and everything. Like, there's Blossoms, I like, I, I like Blossoms. Okay, um, that's like another... Yeah. Is the grime thing happening in Manchester at all or is that purely London? Um, gr- grime, grime is mainly London, I think. There's, there's, a, there's a... I like, think, I think strangely, there's a bit of a grime scene in Blackpool. In Blackpool? Yeah, of all places. I it's mean, just a pocket of grime. Like, you've got, like, if it was, like, a heat map, like, like London <laughs> would be red. Yeah. And, like, just a little a little sort of, like, orange sort of a... Just a taste of Blackpool. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, rapping about the illuminations and shit. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense to me. Blackpool. I mean, it's, it's, it's grim. All right, maybe that's what you need for grime. That's it. Just a well, bit yeah. of grim. Yeah, because, like... I, it's funny that you say that about Manchester, because I, I think that about Australia as, like, a right. whole. I think, like, we're... We're kind of still trying to act like we're a shirtless dude on a surfboard drinking a beer. Yeah. When it's like, no, 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 we're like a, you know, conservative country locking <laughs> off our borders who invented Wi-Fi, yeah. complaining about coffee. Like you know, like we're you not. Had, uh, did you have Egg Boy? Yeah, Egg Boy. Yeah. I mean, that was that was quintessentially Australian. Brought a tear to my yeah. eye. Loved it. That, that, um, that was beautiful. It was just like that was the guy who hit our conservative politician in the head with an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and then got choked out by like six men. Do you, know, do you know, like, what I found amazing about that is, that, I mean, obviously the fact he did it, but it was just the dead eyes. He just, he, he had no expression, he just did it. Yeah. No sort of like elation of things. He's like, I'm fucking doing this and I'm do, I've done it. There you go. But that's, it is, <laughs> Attack me. <laughs> Jump on me. In Australia, we've got this thing called tall poppy syndrome. Right. <laughs> so even if you're egging a politician, you better act real humble. <laughs> you got to act humble mid-egg. It's like, excuse me, sir. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Tackle me now, please. Yeah. No, I find that funny. Like that was kind of like Australia's like little social media moment of like the last yeah. twelve months, and then your one was Alex from Glasgow. Yeah, it's like you guys just music. Because I think like when I think of the UK, like culturally contributing, like music is the one. Yeah, where I think no one holds a candle to. No, as a country, it's absurd. Like just all yeah. every band, every band either is from here, yeah. came up here, or like. Coming here is what made them the band. Yeah, and it's like it's it's awesome. Like the live culture here. Like what's what what music's come out of Australia? I mean, Tame Impala are Australian, mm, okay. and they're like I would argue one of the best rock bands at the moment. Yeah. And like they're huge in America. I don't know if they're quite as big here. Well, we were talking about them the other day. A, a song came on, and uh, and I asked one like, "Oh, who's that?" And and, and, and yeah, it was it was them. Yeah, so I'm not that familiar, but yeah, good music. Yeah, yeah, Tame Impala. We got ah, oh, what's I'm gonna forget her name. Alex, ah, uh, girl, guitar, Courtney Barnett. Courtney Barnett. Oh yeah, yeah, there she's she's great. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's killing it. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had too much recently. We got like this horrible thing called like Australian rap music, and that is. That's tough. Uh, that's I, I I love I love sort of these pockets of like white rap. Like like I've not heard Australian rap, but I, I assume it's kind of similar to Irish rap. Like Irish rap, like there's a scene. But like the Rubber Bandits. Oh, <laughs> no, the Rubber Bandits are just objectively brilliant. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. again, very funny. Very yeah, witty. absolutely. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing about like Australian rap, like because I think like British white people rap is like funny yeah like whereas australia like it's trying to it's like those american like rap lyrics with australian modesty yeah which is very embarrassing <laughs> like they're just like just like how good am i actually pretty okay i still live with my parents and you're like what <laughs> the fuck is this like it's so hard to yeah. be an australian with confidence publicly that's like I'll, a great national shame I'll, I'll, I'll be honest like if i didn't know where you were from mm. i would assume that you're from new zealand 
Really? Yeah. That's, I've never even been. I don't well, know. It's, it's pure. It's purely because, like, I, I, I know, I know a big part of your act is sort of like this, sort of like I'm going to be addicted. Yeah. But like, like, it's I don't know. There's something about the understated sort of uh, sardonic sort of style of humor. It, it just, it just reminds me of sort of like stuff that I've seen come out of New Zealand. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel... I mean, but at the same time, like, if you look at Australian comics, like the current ones, I think there'd be a fair few who are similar, like, just without the confidence. I think that's the main thing. But that I've developed more here. Yeah. Like, because you guys love it. Like, you know, like, that's that's a straight lift from, like, watching Stuart Lee doing it. I'm like, that seems awesome. Like, can (laughs) I do that? Like, you know, like, uh, Anthony Jeselnik as well, just kind of, like, kind of coming at you. But I think, yeah, as you said, like, I think here you got, you, like, that thing, that joke about I say everyone's ugly, and then at the end I'm like, you guys are the best sense of humor in the world, because I can say that, and you guys yeah. are like, yeah, like, that's all true. Like, yeah. that just came out on stage one night. I didn't plan to write that. Yeah. I just meant it. I was like, you guys, really, this is incredible yeah. that you let me do this. But, like, wait, so how, we, we should explain Joe a little bit, because, yeah. like, you know, not, not everyone who listens to this is from the UK, like, most yeah. of them are, but, like, it started in Ireland. Yeah. And then it's come across. Yeah. And it's just, what, like a youth media? It's, it's really hard to describe because, because um, I, I, was one of the, I was one of the people who sort of started it in the UK. Like, they, they got me involved sort of like a, in the group of like four or five people who sort oh, of wait, started wait, in sorry, the UK. Sorry, we should just say, you're a journalist. Yeah. Sorry. Nominally. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, just, we're just talking this whole time. I should ever just assume you're a comedian. Like, you know. No, yeah. Yeah. I, well, well, this is the thing. Like, I, going off on a tangent, like, I am occasionally, like, asked to sort of be on, like, podcasts of, like, of, like, people. I like comedians. Like, I don't like doing it because, like, I'm massively flattered that I'm asked. But I kind of think, like, like, it's a comedy. It's a comedy sort of podcast. And I, and I am not a comedian. Like now, like like if people read through your sort of like your podcast, like they'll they'll be like, yeah, yeah all comedians. Like who's who's this guy? Who's this guy with the weird name? But that's I'm into that though because yeah. I mean th- this podcast isn't about comedy; it's about no. the UK. No, and no, like, true. You, and you probably have much more justified opinions <laughs> <laughs> about the UK than a comedian would. Yeah. And like one of my favorite uh, episodes, just like in terms of interest for me, it was yeah. a, a guy who's an esports commentator. He's like a friend of I... mine who got into esports like at kind of the same time that I got into comedy. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just a different world. Yeah. And it's so fascinating to me. He's yeah. an English guy who lived in Australia and then esports, I think he's based out of like Idaho. Right. And just like, why? <laughs> just a random life. <laughs> Do they even have computers in fucking Idaho? <laughs> like, but yeah, I, I thought that was so fascinating because yeah. like it's the different worlds. Yeah. And like with, with, with you, like, I was so excited to have you on because like, hey, Manchester. Yeah. Like, it's hard. I've been trying to get Justin as well. And like, he's a busy man. Yeah. Justin yeah. He, he, he's, he's hard work and he's, he's always sore, isn't he? Yeah. And just yeah. like, and just, it's just such a, like, to have a podcast where I talk to people from around the UK and not get Manchester. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone would be like, that, what, you missed the second one? <laughs> That'd be like doing Sydney but not Melbourne, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, what? Yeah, we got, we got three guys out of Canberra. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking? Get up in the cutie, you know? Um, but um, yeah, so... The- yeah, yeah. So, 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 in, so in terms of Joe, so like we brought in this in, into the UK and nominally to start off with, it was, it was like a men's website. Okay. But... But a men's men- website called Joe. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Got it. it. But like, like the whole the whole sort of premise of it to start off with was it's it's like a a men's website, but not like for dickheads. If you know what I mean, like it's not it's not misogynist. Sure. It's not sort of like um, 
it's not, it's not it's, laddie. Yeah, it's, and, okay. and and again, like like I like I probably differ from um, some of the people who are sort of involved with Joel because because like I I think I think I have less of a stigma towards the word lad. Like I I, I understand what the, what lad culture is, and okay. I, I understand how toxic that 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 was and is. Mm-hmm. But like the the word lad, like in Manchester, like that just means. A lad, like a guy. Yeah, yeah. Just, so, just so, a young so guy. Yeah, and I even can get older. We can skew, <laughs> yeah. skew older. Exactly. Depends but, how drunk you are on the train. <laughs> no, you know. Exactly, but like it was, it was never. Um, and like again, like this part, this parts of if you separate out sort of like what lad culture is, there's parts that are horrible and toxic and sort of nasty and sort of punching down and just aggressive and yobbish and and not nice. Mm. But then like. There's other parts where you think, like, there's, there's working-class people, there's working-class young men that take that enjoy parts of it, like, enjoy the football aspect or enjoy the... Like, what's wrong with going out and getting drunk and enjoying yourself and taking drugs, you know what I mean? Like, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, like, that is that is a form of, of life. Yeah. And, 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 and as, as a sort of, like, as toxic as some brands could be in sort of, like, trying to sort of... Uh, uh, cover that mm. like it's there's, there's still a validity to it, to, to it you don't just sort of ignore it and say oh that's all lad, lads are idiots so so I, I suppose when when joe started like certainly for me like the the, the feeling was that like there's a there's a way of communicating to a mainstream uh male audience that's not punching down that's not talking down uh but has an element of intelligence and wit hopefully Right, and they're going to so, appreciate that. Yeah, because so, like, it, yeah, I, that, that makes total sense to yeah. me. But like, yeah, I think I think in a, in Australia, say it's like bloke culture. Yeah, and like, yeah, there are these like insidious elements to it, but that doesn't mean like you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Yeah, and well, 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 again, like, I'm sure I'm sure you'll you'll be able to appreciate that sort of like in in, in terms of this whole sort of Brexit argument that seems to sort of. Uh, Take over every sort of discussion like mm. it is now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, That's how I know you're not a comedian because that was properly self-aware. That was <laughs> that is a self-awareness that can only come with the written word, you know. But um, it's it's kind it's kind of like I I voted Remain. Like sure. I, I see the logic in Remain. I think there's so much bad about the sort of Brexit and wanting to leave and wanting to be insular and everything. However, like I. I cannot stand elements of like the Remain side, like the the sort of patronizing, condescending sort of like. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's it's very smug. Yeah. It's like I I I mean that's I don't know. Yeah, you you've obviously spoken about my comedy because you, you saw my show in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, that's why you're speaking about it. And yeah, like I think if you look at any of my stuff, I'm pretty much always on the left hand left hand side, left wing. Yeah. Kind of progressive statements, but I couch them. In sounding like a cunt yeah. and it's a joy <laughs> yeah. and it's because I, I hate that smug like you yeah. know it's just like if you vote if you voted this way then you're clearly like a racist piece of shit that it's like no like there that, that isn't gonna help no like no that's not communicating to anybody apart from the people who are on your precise side and like that's so yeah I I couldn't agree more that's, that's exactly it. I, I think generally like any any sort of uh, society I think you've got you've got maybe 10, 15% on one end who are really decent, sound people. Mm. And then you've got 10%, 10, 15% that are horrible, sort of uh, 
racist, xenophobic, misogynist people who will never change their mind. And mm. then you've got a whole sort of group in the middle who, who can waver, who can change their minds, who, who are susceptible to influences, who, who, who can be sort of um, got at by both sides, essentially. Now, if, if, if like, say, you're, you're, you are nominally on what could be perceived as the good side, mm. if, you, if you talk down to them and dismiss them and sort of just say, you are a lost cause, of course they're going to be sort of attracted to the sort of worser end. Yeah, because they're not giving up yeah. on them. Yeah, exactly. The worser end are like, come here, dude. We'll give you a yeah. community. We'll, give you, we'll tell you you're right to feel that way. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's the thing. But again, that's why, like I, like I mentioned before, that you're sort of well-traveled. I think that's so important because, because like, that educates you. Like, you can't... If, if you've got somebody living, like, in some, in some village... In, in sort of uh, the northeast of England or some some small town in Australia and, yeah. and they have never met a Muslim and they've got these opinions of Muslims. Mm. Like, like it's, it's... Obviously, you can disagree with that and you can sort of, like, say, like, do not sort of, like, succumb to bigotry. But, like, they, they are consuming information about something that they've not experienced. Yeah. Like, you have... Of course, I've and, got, and, and I've like got a first-hand experience to go with this word, yeah. like a face that's it. to this whole thing, and they don't. And like, yeah, I mean, that's even just like, forget it, like just outside of London, like, you know, you go to Guildford, dude, not a, <laughs> it reminds me of home, that's all I can say. Um, but yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's the same way, like the lad culture thing. I think like mm. any, and this is, this is I, I really love to talk to you about this, like, I think the internet really is built and social media is really built for blanket statements. Like that's, you know, because you want to get the people who agree with it to click and you want to get the people who disagree with it to click. Yeah. And that's how a blanket statement works. Like the middle, the, like the nuanced argument is not supported by Twitter. There's 140 characters, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's, it's interesting. How do you deal with that? Because you seem like a, you know, incredibly reasonable guy. Like you've got, I'm sure, very like nuanced opinions, but part of appealing en masse mm. on social media yeah. is, you know, you've got to kind of pick a side every now and again. Well, well, well that's it. I mean, I mean like, I, I, I am certainly, I am certainly opinionated. Do you know what I mean? That's mm. like, like whenever I feel something, like I will say it and, 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 I, and I'm aware of the sort of reaction I'll get. Mm. But, um, I, again, like I always think like, don't be always, don't or be, be completely dismissive of somebody else's point of view and don't push people away. And, and that's what I, because again, like, Funnily enough, like just just before sort of we started chatting, like I, I I said something on Twitter along the lines of like, no none of my followers agree with my politics, and like <laughs> I, I wish there was such a thing as an echo chamber for me because like yeah. it doesn't exist because like everyone disagrees with me. But like in a way, I, like I think that's a massively positive thing because see a, a lot of a lot of people who follow me, there's there's different reasons why people follow me. A lot of them will follow me because of football because I I I write about football. I I sort of like. Uh, a lot of what I say is about football. Now, mm. that, that's got a lot of in, intelligent people, a lot of people on the left, but a lot of people on the right as well, and a lot of people who um, may not be as politically engaged as say I am. But I, I see that, I see genuinely, I, I see that as a positive thing because I am getting them interested because of football, for say, mm. but I'm able to feed through information that they might not always see. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're the, familiar with The Ringer in America. That's like yeah. a website that I really adore. Yeah. And I think that's the same. Like, you know, yeah. I read it for sports, but then there'll be like a political article and I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah. let's have a look at this. And like, it's, it's good because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like this partisan 
news source. Yeah. You know, like they're writing about the NFL most of the time. There's occasionally some political coverage. You're not reading that article about the political coverage being like, well, this is clearly a left-wing think piece. Da, 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 yeah. da. Like you can kind of access it quite cleanly. Well, that's the thing. And, and again, like the thing going back to Joe, um, our, our Facebook uh, following is like huge. It's not like 4 million or something. Wow. But yeah. that, is, that is a lot more right-wing than our Twitter following, say. Do you reckon... I was, just, I was just about to say the dumbest thing I've no, I ever said. No, I'm just, just... I want to make this clear. I was just about to be like... Yeah, but do you not think like Twitter's more left wing than right wing? That's just what my brain went, and I'm like, "Fuck, Dan, that is dumb." Like you've been on the road too long. That was not a correct statement at I mean, all. It's, but the echo, the echo yeah. chambers exist. Oh yeah, for both. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because like that's like one of the things. And this is this might sound with people who don't understand Twitter. One of the things that I never was exposed to in Australia, but I am here, is like Black Twitter, mm. which is like. <sighs> Totally, yeah, yeah. totally distinct yeah. from like just like you like African yeah. stuff because yeah. like because of the quotas full guys like yeah. they'll retweet things like and I I had no idea that Nigeria had a thing about height I didn't know yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was like a thing but like yeah you just get trapped online in this like little bubble and I think yeah the fact that like you're so you started covering football is that how yeah I so so so, so I suppose I yeah I. Initially, sort of, when I first started working at Joe, like I, I was writing about football, and then, and then it, it kind of became obvious to sort of the people involved within Joe that I had interest outside of football, mm-hmm. and I was able to write about stuff that's outside of football. Sure. So then, so then, yes. Yeah, so, so then, that sort of, I started to do less football. Still, still, sort of kept my hand in it, but started talk, talking more about sort of social issues and started talking about mm-hmm. more about sort of. Um, Politics and, and like obviously like with with Brexit happening and, and like talking about that and then and then yeah like I, I like I and then like obviously like there's the there's the comedy thing that's sort of like a, an interest of mine so like I I've sort of done a bit of that as well so sort of, sort of writing about it um, so yeah so and, and and like again like a lot of the so, so now uh, I write less but I'm more involved in the creative process so like we do, we do like. Um, like comedy mashups and like comedy s- songs that are uh, about politics. Mm. So, so for instance, like um, we've we do uh, we've done a, um, a video that went huge. That was a uh, Jacob Jacob Rees Mogg sort of like uh, singing Common People. Right. Like, but, except it was it was satirical in that he was we were basically attacking him with his own words. Sure. Like he, he, I was he, one of those like cut together yeah, yeah. from actual dialogue. Yeah. 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 So gotcha. we, we got him to say all these things about himself and. And, and we and we do that we do that sort of pretty regularly and sort of like so I'll I'll be I'll be involved in putting those together I'll, and I'll I'll write the lyrics and things and like mm. those those are again that's just an example of like and again like like Joe's been great for this like they they've recognised well actually you're able to do that and you're able to do that so like, why, why don't you do a bit more of that so mm. like and that, and so so I'm. I'm like a gas that's just sort of expanded within Joe and sort of like just sort of, just sort of like moved on to different things. Describing yourself as a gas. Yeah, Lovely. Yeah. I'm I a gas, yeah. I'm funny. I'm real good. No, yeah, so, wait, so, so how'd you how'd you get into it? Like were you were you like I, how long's Joe been around? That's the start Joe's been five years, I think. Five years. Yeah. So but you were kinda in yeah, UK Joe from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is is Joe is it 
north centric or is it not? no no we, not like, our, our actual our actual sort of uh, main office and most of our staff are in london ah uh-huh. yeah but we're the we've got our northern office here uh, okay i, but, I had yeah. no idea I yeah, don't, yeah, I, this, yeah. this is as you've listened to the podcast yeah. i don't know anything yeah that's yeah. the, that's the <laughs> no, point no, that I, that's the point that i come from so yeah. okay so it's just i thought i thought it was like started in north and like yeah. maybe like filtering well, stuff I, mean, no. I think when when we first started like the first team of like five of us like the first offices were in manchester but very quickly like went down sort of, yeah yeah okay so yeah. it's not a particularly northern thing no, no. so you you were you were born manchester school manchester yep. university manchester yeah uh, salford salford yeah. okay that's slightly yeah, just yeah. like so, is it a suburb of Manchester? Because no, no, it's there. a city. You don't, you don't, don't tell anyone from Salford that it's a suburb. Of, like they get, like oh, it's a, it's a separate city. If, if there's, <laughs> a, if there's a god in heaven, I'll never go. Um, but no, sorry, sorry, Salford. <laughs> Can't believe the, the things you do on a podcast. You apologise to Salford. It's tough. <laughs> Salford, yeah. Sorry, Salford. Yeah, if, if, if like Salford, if if ever, if there's anywhere you want to apologise to, it's Salford. You, like even your like Adidas tracks, we won't say you there. Really? Oh jeez, <laughs> I wonder the thing of a man of the people. It's, it's a little bit like I think I think a lot of the stereotypes that people have got of Manchester are really Salford because right. like that's that, in well, a way. What are the stereotypes though? Well, well, just they. It's almost like. You, know, you get like orange juice and then you get orange juice concentrate. Like, sure. It's almost like Salford's like Manchester concentrate where it's sort of like they've got more of the attitude, they've got more of the sort of hardness, they've got more of the acerbic wit. Okay. So, so yeah. is, is, like, is the toughness a thing? Because like when I first came here, yeah. I found the North very strange because like everyone, like, I was kind of like a little bit intimidated by everybody, like in a kind of physical way because like you get used to what hard cunts look like. Yeah. You're like in Australia, I know what they look like, but here... <laughs> You know, it's cold. Everyone's wearing a hoodie. Like, like, know. like round, round here, it's the it's the little shits you need to worry about. Like, really? for, forget the big guys. Like, if if there's a moody little shit in the corner, don't mess with him. Okay, that's the one. Good <laughs> yeah. to know. PSA for Manchester people: ignore the guy in the corner, <laughs> even if he looks like the bearded genius. Don't approach him. He'll come after you. Okay. Yeah. So you, you need Salford. What, what did you study? That was a journalist. Uh, it was economics. Economics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so so it's like I. Uh, so yeah, like I, I when I was when I was younger than that, like I always thought like oh I'd like to go into journalism, journalism, but like it never felt like it was for me because like mm. I'm prop, I'm from like a proper working class area, like okay. e- even in Manchester, like Manchester, like do you know do you know that in the same way that sort of Manchester sort of looks down at London as being like that there London sort of like it's it's posh and sort of yeah, like yeah sure like even like n- like North Manchester looks down at South Manchester sort of like, like I mean, so posh. Oh, you, you soppy southerners you know what I mean like it like like and and then I I from a place called Crumpsall and I, st- I still live there Crumpsall yeah look it, it even doesn't sounds yeah <laughs> I gotta say there's like a thing with English towns where like if they're shit they sound shit like <laughs> Crumpsall look like what, oh, what's the one where um the office is set Oh, Slough. Slough, yeah. yeah. You're like, Ugh. Like, yeah you're oh, Grimsby. Like, Grimsby, yeah. yeah Grimsby's yeah. like my favourite because I just like, yeah, look, we just called it how we saw it. <laughs> Grimsby is grim. Um, that's okay. Yeah, so, you grew yeah, up, so, 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 so North Manchester. Were, were, your, were your parents born my, here? My parents are from Pakistan. From Pakistan? Yeah, okay, because yeah. I was going to say, like, your accent is like, Oh yeah, northern as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm right there with you, but like I, I didn't hear any traces of anyone. No, so no, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm 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 like the first generation of our family to be brought up in this uh, in this country. It was uh, yeah, it was it was Pakistan. Was uh, it was it like was that area like a very diverse kind of immigrant area, or were you guys like kind of like a bit of a novelty? What was no, no, vibe? it's 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 very diverse. Like just just off Crumpsall, mm. there's Cheetham Hill. 
Cheetham Hill is like an archery into into the city centre from the north, and and it's sort of like I think it's one of the most diverse sections of like urban area in Europe. Like wow. like it's, it, if if you if you follow the history of Cheetham Hill, like it's very interesting. Like the originally, like I think it, I think in the first half of the. Uh, Twentieth uh, century, like it was a very Jewish area, sure, and and like uh, one one of the most famous synagogues in uh, in Manchester is is on Cheatham Hill, and uh, like then, as the uh, as the Asian diaspora came in, like like that's it became very sort of Pakistani, and like and like now, like there's there's more elements of like uh, Eastern European, and like there's Polish shops now, and like there's um, well, so it's kind of like a first port of call. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very... New York. What's that island? Ellis Island. Ellis Island. There yeah. you go. We got it. You got there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love. I love talking to you because like <laughs> a comedian just be like, oh yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's an island like Coney. Like, the fuck out of here. Um, yeah. So it's so it's it's, it's very diverse. Um, right. So it wasn't a big deal being Pakistani. No, no. It's uh no. It was it was, it was never like that. Um, I t- I, t- I tell you what was hard was so so from this quite sort of working class sort of area mm. and when I finished primary school which is a, 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 a sort of 11 12 year old sort mm-hmm. of age like all my mates went to the local sort of state school but I because of my bloody parents I, I did an 11 plus and I, and I got into a grammar school what's an 11 plus it's it's the it's the exam you take uh, oh to go to a good school yeah to, yeah. to, 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 to go an to an entrance exam yes yeah. there we go yeah. I gotcha don't get, don't so, get too local on me alright <laughs> so yeah so, so I ended up going to a, a grammar school which I, I hated I went I went from a little public school to like a private school yeah. and I also disliked it immensely yeah but it just like, never never fitted in was the, was the grammar thing was it like an otherwise private school that you had earned a scholarship to, or was it? Yeah, so, so, selective. So, 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 so yeah, so 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 um, because because I did well enough in the entrance exam, mm. um, I didn't have to pay the normal fee. Sure. To go there. Scholarship. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like everyone was, everyone felt a lot posher than me. Like everyone, like like on on like a half term holidays, mm. like I'd be helping my dad in my shop in his shop. They they'd like be going skiing. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know. I'd never my school we had ski camp that you could go on. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I did not know about this. But that my parents like tricked me because like my yeah. dad uh, did very well, yeah. but I never he never told me. Yeah, and my parents were split. I lived with my mum as a nurse, so like you know didn't have a lot of money. But like yeah, I just didn't know that I was wealthy, and I wish he told me earlier because I yeah. could be such a cunt. I could. <laughs> Imagine if I lent into that aspect of my personality, just being like rich white dude, I would crush it. I would crush it, man. It would be unbelievable. I've just got this uh, image in my head of it. It's like Jungle Book where like, you, it's like Mowgli doesn't realise he's a human, like you don't realise. <laughs> <laughs> you just live your life. This made us going around being like, man, it's so hard with all these rich kids. Like, I wish I was... <laughs> and then you find out and you're like, fuck, I wish I was anything but a rich kid dude. A little um, bit interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but oh. yeah, no. So, 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 so like, I I hated it at, at grammar school. Didn't um, fit in. Was was that less diverse? I assume. At yeah. Grammar school. Much less diverse. Like. So did you, did you get to be the guy? Like, did you get to be basically? Like, yeah, the, yeah. The brown guy. Yeah. The Muslim guy. Yeah. Are you was, Muslim? No. Yeah, yeah. Muslim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, this, so, 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 so there was there was very few. Was like as in like. Um, have to go to like standard assembly and sort of learn the, the Lord's Prayer and all that. So it was a religious school as well, like a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and um, 
so yeah, so, so so never really fitted in, never really sort of like uh, mm. like even like like I I, 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 w- I was a pretty bright kid, but I never I always felt as if you I, I was a bit behind the other kids in in mm. terms of like the confidence and like and also th- they had like a they had like a posh primary school that fed into the high school of and I was kind of part of that. So so yeah, so th- th- there was all that. But I, I suppose like looking back, as much as I didn't enjoy it. Mm. It, I suppose you you learn to speak to people and sort of like interact with people in certain ways, but also it, I think that gave me a healthy sort of resentment of like <laughs> of like middle class sort of like and, and, and people of authority. Sure. Because e- ever since then, I have like I've never felt below anyone. Like it doesn't matter. Like if you're in charge or you're or you speak with authority or you are part of the government or you are sort of in any sort of area of sort of uh, establishment, I've got no fucking like. You have to earn my respect. Yeah, that's so funny. That's very similar to me. Yeah, yeah. I used to get in trouble at school for that. Yeah. Because they'd be like, "I mean, teacher, you have to respect me," and I'd be like, "But you haven't done anything." Exactly. To earn that. I, but I think that's a really if that's the it's, only it's thing. It's useful in life. Yeah. At school. No Real pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a yeah. horrible little prick that sort of questioning everything. Yeah, but then I assume uni was a much nicer yeah, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. because you could just kind of do what you want and you just get to exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Except, except like when it came to uni time, like uh, when like everyone else was like, "Oh, where are you going? Like Oxford or Cambridge?" I, I was like, "Well, it, it it sounds like Oxford. It's like Sol- Salford." <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, charades if, thing? if you say it quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was like, did you just not get the grades for the other ones? I, I, mean, like, I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I was never, I was, cra- I was always crap at exams. Like, right. like I, I just, I, I never enjoy them. But like, also, like, I'd never want to. Like, have you ever seen the documentaries where, like, you've got these? Occasionally, you have these documentaries on Channel Four where, where you've got these immigrant families or like these working class families that are pushing their kids to sort mm. of like get into Oxford or Cambridge. And like, uh, and again, like, I think it's an immigrant attitude of like, you want your kids to sort of like fit in and sort of like uh, reach a sort of. And, and it's a point of pride as well. Yeah. I was I was just at a brick lane like curry house. Yeah. And the guy was telling me how his kids are Cambridge. Like, exactly. You know, it's like, exactly. It's like we we did it, dude. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's he's brilliant. like, leave us as a trip revisor review, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not very ridiculous. But it's, but that's brilliant. But then like, like I've seen like I've I've seen these of these you watch these documentaries and then. After a while of going there, they come back home and like there's this weird thing of like a disconnect where they they don't feel as if they're part of what they used to be. Sure. And that, I, I like that 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 kind of breaks my heart because like cause I kind of think like like and they don't do it in a nasty way, but it's kind of natural that your that your parents have sort of strived all their lives to give you a better life, and then you get the better life, and then your parents who are who are so happy that you did that. Mm. Suddenly, are separated from you a little bit. So right. I, 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 like personally, I, I would never, I would never want, I, I would never want sort of a kid of mine to go to Oxford or Cambridge just because I kind of think, like, I'm that, not that I'm saying that like people sort of from minorities or sort of like any background shouldn't go to Oxford, Oxford or Cambridge, but I just think there's a value in living a more standard life mm. that is beyond sort of like the contact you, you'd make or. Or even the education you'd get, like, like I, I'm so grateful that I went to fucking Salford. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Compared and, to that. Yeah, but you also get like, do you not find like where as much as modern life is rubbish, like, like, as much as modern life is, just slide that in. You know, everything sucks now. Anyway. But I, 
I, I do think there's, there's a healthy thing uh, whereby, like, people are left... As much as, like, we are still voting, like, the fucking toffs into government. Sure. But, but in terms of in our everyday lives, like, I think there is a, a, a natural sort of... There's less of a, a feeling that we have to listen to people who are sort of well-off or we have to listen to people who are sort of... Uh, um, posh, or from from the certain background, and and you get a, you get a situation now where where posh people or well-off people almost try and sort of downgrade themselves and sort of be a bit more working class or a little bit. Well, that, more, that's a real issue, right? Like yeah. people are pretending oh, to be yeah. working class fucking, now. Fucking hate it. Yeah, I can't. I can only it. imagine. Yeah, but why? Because that gives them like a sort of authenticity. Yeah, well, well, I think again, it, it's something. There's something cool about about sort of making. And again, like this whole working class thing. Like we were talking before. Like we we started recording about this thing about like class is a very big thing in mm. in in Britain. Yeah, like. Being working class is cool. It, it, it has always been cool because th- there is a there is a um, authenticity to it. There's a, there's a sense that anyone who is working class and achieves something has done it against the odds. Yeah, they've made it. Yeah, they've it's, like, it, through I pure did, talent. I did this. Yeah, this My is, dad didn't make not one call. Like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But but then you get people who who sort of have got where they are through contacts, through sort of like wealth and everything, who then want to wear that coolness like a coat, yeah, like, like, a, like a feeler jacket. And you think... Like some kind who went to a private school who yeah. wears an Adidas tracksuit all the time. <laughs> Unbelievable, these people. <laughs> the worst. Well, I mean, like, like we said before, like, I, I do think it's different. I, I, like, anyone who's not from this country... I I sort of judge them. It's a little bit like football clubs. Football's interesting because okay, here we go. This is this is <laughs> Joe. UK coming out, dude. No, let me tell you how football fits into this thing. Let me tell you because because there's a general there there is a bit of a sense with the football like oh you, you should support your local club like yeah absolutely if you that, that's a crazy thing here that is yeah. not like in Australia like you. There's not really any pressure to support your local club. Well, isn't it? Like my my fiance, her little brother's like uh, out of on a football scholarship in Colombia. He supports Perth. Yeah. In the Australian league, like they live in Sydney. No connection to it. Right. No connection to Perth at all. And like no one's like, oh, that's weird. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, sure, make your choice. You just <laughs> got to stick with it. You just got to stick with yeah. it. That's the only thing I think. I think that's unacceptable yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the world if you yeah. like if you ever change teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except in American sports, like basketball. It seems to be okay to just support but, whoever I mean, LeBron's like, playing for. Isn't it a bit? Isn't it a bit weird in America where, where franchises can move cities? Yeah, that's. I find that bizarre. It's, does that not happen here at all? Is it just like? No, it doesn't. No, not really. I mean, there's there's been a, there's a team called Wimbledon who who sort of became MK Dons okay. they, because they moved to Milton Keynes. So, but that but that's an anomaly. Okay, um, but in in America it happens all the time. Like, I mean, next yeah. year the Oakland Raiders are moving to Vegas. I'm pretty sure. I think that's on. Well, like, well what did? But what, what, what weren't they? Weren't they something else before they were the Oakland Raiders? Weren't they something yeah. else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, the like, funny, uh, like when NWA when they were when they were uh, sort of wearing the Raiders stuff. Yeah, weren't they, weren't they the LA Raiders? And I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. Actually. I, I mean, I know nothing, I know nothing about American sports because like, I know Ice Cube is a uh, yeah, like an Oakland Raider. He's a Raiders guy. I think yeah. it might have been LA Raiders, right. and now it's Las Vegas Raiders. But I mean, like the Rams have moved like eight times. Right. Like I think they started east and they've made it west. <laughs> yeah. 
they're just like, like a caravan. They're like fucking grapes of rash. They just made it across. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I swear they started east and like there was like then St. Louis and now it's LA. Like, I don't know. They've gone a few places, man. It's like the start of basketball. I don't know if you yeah. watch basketball. They're just like, they just have all the teams moving around. It's like the Jazz moved to Utah where they don't allow music. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So funny, but yeah, like like so so, so there is this thing within support football. your local club, your yeah, little but, club. But if somebody from Australia supports United or somebody from India comes to United, that's cool because like it all it, it's almost it almost sort of like that's almost nice because like somebody has, is so committed. They picked you. Yeah, yeah. Which which is the same with like so, so like you can make the you can make the self deprecating joke about like oh yeah like me where I did so like anything that you've taken on from UK culture. It almost it's almost fine because you aren't part of this class structure where like right I don't you know see I mean? it as a working class yeah. thing I'm just like this is cool yeah yeah that's so, interesting yeah yeah I mean I hope so I mean personally my campaign is to gentrify the tracksuit <laughs> I won't I won't rest until every boardroom just every cunt's so, in a black out of ass so so say say Edinburgh yeah did you have a whole wardrobe of like red tracksuits I have suits? one pair Do you, you had one, one for the pair, whole month and the reason I'm not wearing it now is because they are dying. <laughs> And I need to get to the end of this tour. <laughs> I'm concerned. I, 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 I am fascinated by Edinburgh. About, okay. uh, about why anyone would put themselves through what is, what is essentially like... Do you know, like, you have these thought experiments that, like, the US military were doing in the 1950s. Just MK like, Ultra, see, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, how, yeah. How, how, how far can you push a human for this nap? Like, Ed, Edinburgh, <laughs> Edinburgh kind of feels like that. It's, it's like, it's a form of, of like... Torture. Well, as far as I understand, its origins were not that at all. It right. was like you'd go up there with like a few ideas and knock them together right. over the month, and then you'd have your show. Yeah, you could then do it clubs like tour around the country. Whereas now it's like you do the tour of previews in July, playing to like seven people in Milton fucking Keynes, like you know. Yeah. And then you bring Edinburgh this super polished show, and then you tour that super polished show, like hopefully. But like, yeah, I mean. This was the first year that mentally, like, I was really, like, kind of in it. And, right. like, it is a horror show. Like, I really struggled, like, right. with it. Even though, ostensibly, very good run for me. Mm. Like, good reviews, including one from you, which I very much appreciate. That was really sweet. That was, like, I actually wanted to bring that up. Well, well, well again, like, like, what I don't do, because, like, 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 I hate... And, again, like, this, this, this sort of harks back to, sort of, like, why I think Edinburgh is, is sort of, like, just an insane thing to do. Because... You are working really hard as a comedian, yeah. as, as, as any performers working really hard, and then you, and then it feels like you've got so many leeches and profiteers mm. that are really sort of benefiting from the hard work of people actually doing the work, and and again like, I I don't agree with any situation where anyone so, so say me review I don't I don't see myself as reviewing comedy I see myself writing about comedy that I love yeah so I don't think in any situation I don't, I don't think there should be any kind of structure power structure where the the people writing about the comedy have got more any any power oh more, that's that's greater than the actual performer mm. so, well, so so I, I don't like it I don't like it where, where you've got people who are seen as influential reviewers sure I think that's a very un-British attitude Right. Because I think you guys, like, I think the review culture here is probably greater than any review culture right. I'm aware of, like, in the, in the world. Like, it seems like people like it here and, like, you feel it amongst the comedians. Like, I'd never gave a shit about reviews yeah. ever 
Uh, and so maybe like this year or maybe like last year, just because like British people like, did you read what they said about it? And I'm like, no. So you, so you get lots of people sort of like referencing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, dude, I'm aware of like, yeah. I've now got a Rolodex of reviews right. that like I know have happened to people, have happened to me. Like, yeah. like weird. I don't know why it is. Like, do you, do you think there's something? I, I hate it. Like, like I, I, if, if that's, a, I mean, I, did, I, was, I didn't realize it was, it was, it was specific, specific to whatever that word is. Specific. That's the I word. I got you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so this country, like, I didn't know it was more so in this country, but, but like. You look at American yeah. comedy, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like the, uh, Louis is getting reviewed at the moment because yeah. everyone's yeah. curious and yeah. no one's got the balls to go to a show. Yeah. That's why he's getting reviewed. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, just if you look at their post, it's only credits. Yeah. Like in America is very credits based. The UK is very review based, which I find interesting. Like in the States, if you bring an act on, you will say their credits before mm. you bring them on. Like even yeah. just a showcase. Right. You'd be like, Daniel Morgan's got a thing on it. He's got a great special Amazon Prime. Please clap, cheer, yeah. welcome. Whereas in the UK, it's like, and here's Steve. Like, yeah. you know, it's like a different energy. But I don't know why, like, it's, it's funny that someone like you who's like in the arts, like and in like, you know, kind of writing mm. doesn't feel this compulsion. Well, that's the thing. It, well, it, it, it should never be like it, it's... Because it I should... assume you've done more formal stuff before joke, yeah. like as in like more kind of print. Yeah, yeah. Broadsheet. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But like, like again, like it, I suppose it all comes, comes down to like why you're doing it. Like mm. if you're writing about something because you are genuinely passionate about it mm. and you want people to know how you like you want people to appreciate it as much as you do or sort of like you mm. want you want somebody to know something special then that that is a motive for writing something if your motive is to show off yourself and to sort of like say hey look look at this turn of phrase i used in this <laughs> or, or, or or like to absolutely massacre somebody and to, to take great joy in and in sort of destroying somebody simply so that you can get your name known yeah like you're a cunt like you're a horrible <laughs> you're, you're a horrible cunt who is who, who's lacking all empathy and is lacking anything to back up you being able to say that like like how how could i who have never stood on stage in front of a mic and tried to try to make anyone laugh how can i judge anyone else I mean, you have to though. I can do no, no, that. You, no, no, you, can, what you, what you, what you can. You, you, the way I look at it is, a film. Mm. Like, like I can, I can go and see The Irishman, at the cinema. Yeah. And I can say it's shit, because that is something that um, involves hundreds of people. Hundreds mm -hmm. of people involved being involved are involved in that. There's there's a a finite number of of films at the cinema, so. People will always go and see it, and any criticism is shared amongst hundreds of people. Mm. If I if I say the same, if I massacre somebody who I went to see as a stand-up, that is one person. Yeah, that is their life. They have got to pay a mortgage. <laughs> like like it's a it's a completely different dynamic. Sure, I understand what you're saying. So so, so what I what I do personally, mm. and again like I I I I've got no problem with other people reviewing things in a standard way. Mm. That's up to them. As long as they're fair, and but like I don't even give stars because because I, I like I, I don't like giving stars. What I like do, doing is is saying this person is excellent. This is why I think it's, they are excellent, and and I will hopefully communicate that you, to you in a way that you understand why they're great and why you should go and see them. If I because I've been, I've been to see loads of people who 
I didn't write about just because I didn't think they were good. So I don't write about them. Yeah, sure. That's, that's yeah, the like way I deal you. with it. Because like, when I went to Edinburgh, like, I saw loads of shows that I didn't write about <laughs> just because personally I thought they were wank. But I don't want to... I, I, I cannot wait to the end of this podcast when I ask you exactly <laughs> who. So. But I've, I've even, like... This, uh, there's even been sort of, like, stories or whispers of, like, certain sort of... Um, certain reviewers um, abusing their positions... Yeah, I mean, I think in anything like that, of course, there's going to be... Like, that's gross. Like, oh, especially with, like, like say, for instance, if, if you've got the dynamic of, like, a male sort of reviewer and a female sort of performer mm. and, and the male sort of uh, reviewer taking advantage of that, that dynamic, it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very... I, I just think it's kind of a dumb, like, system. Yeah. I, I, I think... I yeah in my head I'm, I'm like this must be some kind of British thing but like I can't really relate to it I'm glad that you don't relate to it yeah. either but I'm just like I don't think it should last yeah. at all it, because cause also like if you take Edinburgh in particular mm. like the, like there are so many shows like no one needs to know that a show is shit because there's so many shows so so, so like point out the good ones why point out on that shit? Like, why? What is that serving? Like, what is that doing at well, all? People, people get that. As you said, people get their name out there. That's like something that I find really fascinating. Where a lot of publications, like smaller publications, will give everyone really brilliant reviews, <laughs> and then they go see the biggest names, and so then their five stars like appears on the poster. Yeah. So it's just like this guerrilla marketing <laughs> yeah, for their yeah, own yeah. publication. Which is very odd. Yeah. But I, I will totally go... Like, like when it comes to, like, showing off or sort of, like, using, like, a pretentious turn of phrase mm. that, you, that you sort of write and go, <laughs> I wrote that. Like, <laughs> like, like don't, tell, don't, don't get wrong, I, I am not above that, but I, I will save that for fucking, like, Tories or, like, politicians. Do you know what right. I mean? Right, like, they really yeah. deserve it. Get yeah. That. But, uh, just, just to bring back in the politics thing, because yeah. obviously um, that's something that you're well-read in, interested in. Yeah. Um, why, why do people from the north vote for the Tories? Like, what? Because that seems to be like obviously that statement kind of implies that there are no rich people in the north, mm. which is absurd. But that seems to be like a sentiment that I've heard with this election coming up. That it's like you got to be insane. Northern austerity is a real thing. Like, why would you vote for the party doing this thing to us? Um, I mean, I mean, like, like, like. I think uh, I don't think it's as straightforward uh, as like the north because, like, you you will have like places like Manchester and Liverpool and sort of uh, Durham, York. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, the big cities tend to the big cities tend to be, and again, it, it sort of uh, refers back to what we were discussing before. Big cities tend to be multicultural, sure, and therefore people have interacted with people, and people are less, people are more immune to the likes of The Sun or The Daily Mail mm-hmm. or, or, or like The Telegraph, uh, feeding them perceptions of different, just, of otherness. Just fear, fear-mongering yeah. rags. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, so you, you've got a situation where um, if there's a Brexit map of who mm-hmm. voted Remain, who voted Leave, like, like uh, Manchester will be remained, Liverpool will be remained because these are cities. Mm-hmm. Whereas you do have... Um, People living in smaller towns and, and places, ironically, that have got less immigration, who are more fearful of it because they don't, they're not so aware of like a great unknown. Yeah, and and, sure. and, and and also like, so you can explain to them about about the amount of nurses who are immigrants mm. about and like your joke about sort of the, 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 you know the, the whole thing about you were saying before about uh, 
it's it's unusual for people to be sort of racist towards white people. Yeah. Like, this is what people don't understand, because, like, if Brexit happens, like, what's naturally going to happen is because there's less sort of European, Caucasian people coming in to be nurses and stuff, you have to get them from India and Africa, and, like, suddenly, like, I, I guarantee there's going to be a point at which um, racists are going to talk about the halcyon days when there was Poles and <laughs> Eastern Europeans rather than sort of... Yeah, I'd say ever since we got rid of these Romanians, this <laughs> country's exactly, gone to the dogs, exactly. mate. Exactly. Yeah, because they will be replaced by people who are, are of a different colour and that's easier to be racist about. Yeah. But... Like, so, so, That's so, really interesting because that makes total sense yeah. if I had a like, and You never hear that being discussed. No, but, 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 the, but the thing is, so if you're from a part of the North who, uh, who for instance, benefited from EU funding, mm. and sort of if you look at it logically, um, you benefited more than other places from the European Union, and losing that funding from the European Union is going to have a detrimental effect, in, uh, effect on your society. If that... If that could sort of be drummed into people's heads, they'd understand and obviously they'd, they'd vote for the logical thing. But it's about communication. It's about how you get through to those people. And unfortunately, because they don't, because they don't live around as many Muslims, they've got a perception of Muslims that they only get from sections of the media. Because they don't, may not live around a lot of people from the travelling community, they have got a perception of people from the travelling community. Because they don't have a lot of immigrants. Uh, they don't see the benefit of sort of living next door to sort of Ivan or mm. or Imran, yeah. so so they're not friends with those people. So so they see them as this fear, this this scary other, and and again, it, so it, 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 their only perception of what what that what that danger is is from the media, and and that's why it's so important to get the information across as well as you can because that's that's where that's where the whole thing is the, the, the way the whole thing is falling down is because. People who live in these areas haven't been able to uh, intake that information correctly, or because, it's, it's not been given to them correctly. Well, that's it, because they're getting fed. Yeah, they're having the other things she shoved in their them. face. Yeah, and then like the real information. Well, not the real. You know, it is the real information. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. it is the real information. The logic. The sort of the, the sort is, of is like they got to find it. Like yeah. they have to kind of yeah. It's, so, so 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 it's a sad situation do, where. Do you think Labour is culpable, like in this? I th- I, I I think the whole the whole sort of left. I think the 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 whole of it. They are culpable to a certain extent because um, they are, f- in a way, they've failed to communicate. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't get me wrong, I know that there's external forces that make it very hard. I, I, I know that sort of Russian involvement, that kind of thing, like, <laughs> sure. it, 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 will, it, it, it will, it will sort of like skew the sort of playing field. Of course. But still, there is an issue of like, if, if you haven't been able to get the point across effectively, you are culpable. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of how I, how I kind of feel with my work at Joe, where if, if like, the majority of our Facebook f- uh, audience is more right-wing... Sure. I've got to be able... I've, as a writer or, or producing any kind of sort of uh, output, I've got to be skillful enough that I can communicate things in, effective, in a simple, effective way that gets through... Mm. So, if With, I, without them putting their defences exactly, up, exactly. Yeah, so, being so, like, this is left-wing propaganda. That's it. So, so, so this, so this, so this the bearded I mean, genius sounds foreign. <laughs> don't like yeah. it. Yeah. But, the, but this, this, the, uh, the way I look at it, there's two ways of doing it. Mm. Either you, either you take a very complex thing like Brexit is very complicated. If you take Brexit or anything like that, 
that is very complicated and you understand it fuller. So you, mm. you understand all the complications and, and all the difficulties of it. And then you manage to distill it into, into, into a way that anyone can understand. Like that is a skill, being, sure. able to, being able to take something complicated and explain it in the simplest terms possible that the most people can understand. That's one way of doing it. Mm. The other way of doing it is again, like what we were saying before, like slipping it in, like whether it's entertainment, whether it's stand up, yeah. whether whether it's any kind of viral content. If you can entertain somebody, that's that's almost opening up the door to their brain, and then you slip in a bit of information. That's it. I mean, that's I think a good joke, really. Yeah. Just like there is some real information in there. Yeah. Like it shouldn't be the point of the joke. No. But if it comes across, great. That's it. You see, but 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 those those are the sort of two ways I I think that there's a way of getting through. But and again, that's that's sort of in in, in like as much as I'm able to do it, that's what I try to do. Mm. But I think there's a lot of people trying to do that. But in terms of the major political parties, like of course, like like if Labour or the or the left are able to uh, get through to like Tony in Durham or Jeff from Preston or whoever. Yeah, then, then that's a win. Yeah, they 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 have. If they don't get through, they failed, and it's on them. It's not on it's not on Jeff and it's not on Dave because like they. Yeah, they've got the information that would change this yeah. thing, and if they can't communicate that, then it's the fault of the party, not exactly. the fault of the consumer. Exactly. Interesting. Do you, and have you? I always ask this to like European uh, people, but like obviously you're a thousand times more British than me. <laughs> But if people sat at this, look at us in this room yeah. through these beautiful windows that make it quite <laughs> easy, I assume some of them would assume that I'm more British yeah. than you yeah. because that's just being white. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. It's pretty great. <laughs> I, I, I mean, have we explained that I am not white? I mean, I've, I think they're piecing it together. Your parents, <laughs> your parents were <laughs> Pakistani immigrants. If they think you're white, then fuck me. They got on the adoption agency quick, dude. <laughs> Like they wasted absolutely no time. They got off the boat and said, right, we want a white baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason we're coming in. We're one of those white kids. We're going to make him work really hard. And I could be like, why me? I could have just been chilling. Yeah. This would have been great. Um, but have you experienced more racism post the Brexit vote? Is that, do you experience racism? Like, I, this is the thing, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose, I suppose, in a in a very sort of direct way, mm. like probably not. Like like it's not as if like there's more people running around saying ah you mm. packy or whatever. Sure. But like in a in an indirect way, yes, I think so. Like uh, like. Do you I, feel more foreign? I I, I don't. But because like, like as soon as you talk, yeah. Does, does that does that impact it? Like because the same with like uh, Ishan Akbar. Mm. I'm like. That motherfucker, like, you close your eyes. Like, most English, yeah. you know what I mean, thing ever. Yeah. But then, like, he still says, yeah, like, but the way people look at me, like, yeah. you know, as a Muslim and stuff, it's like, it's, they, they don't hear the accent. They don't yeah. hear the references. No, well, but, that, but that's, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a identity, such a, such a, such a complicated thing, because I don't, I don't, I can't even really say that I feel British. Really? Yeah, like like I. Do you feel like Mancunian? Yeah. Okay. I, I so, so, so I I would identify as being Mancunian far more easily than being British because because as soon as I as soon as I think of Britain, mm. I think of the British Empire. Okay. 
So good like, empire, efficient. <laughs> Number one empire in a lot of things like rape and pillaging. But like, but like, but I'm never going to close this thing in a real light note. It's going to yeah. be good. No, but it's, it, it, it's not like, don't get me wrong, like, I... Well, that, that's a, I think that's a very British, well, not British, sorry, yeah. Brit, like, very much in the UK and in the US much more than Australia. Like, I don't think, I don't really count as, like, Sydney. I'm just like, I'm yeah. just Australian. Like, yeah, there's yeah, not yeah, enough yeah. people, Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think, yeah, to yeah. really kind of do that. Whereas here, like, yeah, I know, like, Liverpool, it's like, I'm yeah. Scouse first. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I guess Mancunian first. Yeah. In the States, again, I'm not, I'm not American, I'm a New Yorker. Like, yeah, that's it. And that's, and, but so what, how does that make you feel about, like, have you ever lived outside of Manchester? Uh, no, no. No, this has been it. Yeah, from, yeah. And like, do you think that's like limiting in like? Um, I don't think. I mean, I mean, like, I, I've, I've, I've sort of like, I've, I've travelled. So like, it's not as if mm. like I've not seen other parts of the, the world. So, 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 so there's not that. But I think, I don't know. Like, in, 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 ter- in terms of the whole, the whole identity thing. Like, I, I don't think there's any problem with, with, uh, feeling like you're more than one thing. Sure. Like, like if if anything, I think sort of nailing your colours to the mast can be sort of limiting in a way. Absolutely, couldn't agree like, more. Because yeah. again, like, like, uh, and again, like, it's, that's not to say that I don't. Uh, I've got I've got nothing against people in a healthy sort of uh, spirit celebrating where they're from and who they are. That's great. Mm. It's great to have pride, but like, I I am very anti. Exclusivity. If, if as soon as anything becomes a situation where I am this thing, and and this person who I've got my arm around is this thing also, but you are not, that's that's what I find difficult because because then it becomes like you, this whole otherness thing, and I feel uncomfortable with that. So like I I do feel European. Like I, I, I love that. Yeah. I, I I love the fact that sort of like we are part we are part of Europe. Um, and again, like Manchester, to me, feels like a very cosmopolitan city. That's mm. a lot of things. It's it's Asian. It's black. It's uh, it's Chinese. It's lots of things. Like, and that's that's that. I think I think that that's what makes Manchester cool. Yeah. So 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 so, so that's that's the way that's the way I look at it. But um, and that's that's how that's how you feel you fit into Manchester yeah. rather than like an accent or a yeah. football team. Yeah. You're like I'm part of this cosmopolitan city that's part of Europe. That's Manchester. That's it. Okay. And, 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 and like, and like say, say, again, like to me, it's, it's about connections. So, so like, I will feel more connected to you mm-hmm. than I, like, I could be walking down the street and, an, and another Mancunian who's got a very similar background to me. There could be another Asian Mancunian mm. who, who I walk past that I, for whatever re- like for various reasons, I have got a I've got less of a connection to than than I, I have with you, right? Be- because because like similar sensibilities, similar sort of attitudes to prejudice and mm. sort of inclusiveness, and like working in the arts, we're yeah, all yeah, in yeah. this together, mate. Exactly. We gotta help each other exactly. out. Exactly. So, so so like I I, I I I that's why I think nationalism in a lot of ways is is limiting because you you are suddenly aligning yourself with people who you've got nothing in common with apart from where you're fucking born. Yeah. Which is so, so random. That's like, insane. I, yeah. Like, I, the only reason I was born in Manchester is because that's where my parents settled. They could have, like, God forbid, it could have been Liverpool or, <laughs> or Stoke. Fucking, I'm just so glad it's not Stoke for all of us. Let's all agree that Stoke is shit. Because then you wouldn't be working for joe.co.uk. You'd just be, like, writing a blog. <laughs> Being like things to be stoked about. 
There's like three posts a week being like, mate, have you been to the park? It's sick. I'm sorry to the people of Stoke. You're just very easy to make yeah. fun of. You're very easy to make fun of. All right, man, we've been we've been killing it. We should yeah. we should wrap this thing up. Um, the question I love to ask people, and perfect for you, if you could live anywhere else in the world apart from here, where would you live? And I'm not, I don't think I've ever asked this before yeah. for someone who's only ever lived yeah, in one, one place. place. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, for, I'm sure this is quite a common response, but like, there's something about both New Zealand and Canada where it feels as if they seem similar enough to the UK, mm-hmm. but also pretty sound. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, I've yeah. never been to either, weirdly. Yeah. I've never been yeah. to New Zealand. Yeah. But New Zealand is just kind of like a small version of Australia, which is like, it's much more local. Yeah. Um, and then Canada is just cold Australia. Yeah. Like, and I'm, co- like, I'm comfortable with cold. Comfortable with cold. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, if you've listened to this and people listen to this regularly, I get very annoyed that Canada <laughs> totally got away with their genocide and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very yeah, unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they had the blackface PM, all right? That wasn't us. Yeah. Everyone assumed. Wow. It would be us. I've got my own opinions of him. <laughs> Your own opinions, not yeah. a fan? Yeah, well, in, in, in a similar way to Sarkozy, uh, not Sarkozy, um, Macron? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's kind of like these people are uh, sort of uh, held up as like... French, you know, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Real issue with that. Yeah. It all comes down <laughs> to being French. No, like, like these people are sort of like held up as like poster boys of the left and, and like quite often they're not. Yeah. Oh no, they're very so, cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So, but where where in Canada have you have you been to Canada before? Um, I, I've not. But um, I like this. this certain areas like Toronto. Like mm-hmm. I great things. Yeah. Great things about yeah. Toronto. Yeah. And, and 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 also like uh, pretty Asian. Like I I I love I love uh, the Sikh community in this country. Like I I am I am. Pakistani, but I'm also Punjabi, and and most Sikh people are Punjabi. Sure. So like, th- there's there's that connection. Like, Toronto is one of those places that kind of, and and also like in the states, like I've heard that like like Seattle is a little bit like that as well, where it's okay. again like it's a bit more sort of arty, a bit more sort of cosmopolitan, mm. a bit more open to different experiences and sort of uh, um, community. So so yeah, places like that. Anywhere okay. that'll have me basically. Anywhere that'll have you. Yeah. Mate, you can bloody go anywhere. <laughs> You can, get a, you can get Ireland, <laughs> the home of Joe, where Joe lives. Yeah. I love that it's Irish. So Joe, I never thought, yeah. is Joseph an Irish, Joe like a particular Joe, Irish? I don't know. I suppose it's quite American, isn't it? The average Joe. Yeah. I, just, I guess it's Joe because like, yeah. you know, Catholics, Joseph, like, yeah. you know, but I mean, they're not, again, all, like, they're not all Catholics, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I do like. I love the Irish. Like, I'm but, a big, big fan of the Irish. Yeah, I was just there. They are the nicest. Yeah. Like, they're so polite and friendly. It's yeah wild. Oh yeah, like, like as in they're friendly because like again they've got this almost Asian thing of like they feel as if it's their duty to be good hosts. Mate, yeah. Like my friend was like apologizing for not being able to get like the day off work, and yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm just like flying and doing a gig. And he's like, ah, oh, but yeah. I should have taken you around. We should have driven here. And I'm like, I would never <laughs> yeah. offer this. But but what's important, like I, I I love kind sort of like welcoming people, but I also love people who've got an edge. And like I think the Irish have got an edge. <laughs> oh really? Like, yeah. You don't want to cross them. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Them. And I like I like fuck. I love. And again, working class people have got an edge. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I, I my favorite people are people who who get angry about all the right things, but are also kind and lovely to kind and loving people. Well, I mean, look, you've basically just described exactly how I feel about the North. So maybe, <laughs> right, yeah. maybe you should stay here. Yeah. 
it up here. Forget That's going right. to going to Australia for love or whatever. Love, oh come on, I gotta. Yeah, I mean that was that was the flip. They're like, do you want yeah. Manchester or London when you move yeah. here? And oh, it was right. my fiance who was like, well, I, for her, she's like marketing and stuff. Yeah. And she just thought London was an easier fit. Yeah. But it could have been here if I was a, if I was a single man. I recommend. I was a. Do you, know, do you know we mentioned uh, Lauren Patterson before? Like, yeah. Because like she's been on your show. Like she 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 sort of like did a little thing for us now, and like she was talking about Manchester. I was like, move up. Just, I'm, just come. I'm, yeah, I'm 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 on a, I'm on a big sort of like I I should be sort of like promoting Manchester. Like, right. Just come to Manchester. Wait, we we've, we've just got time for this. Yeah. D- best three things about Manchester. Come on, sell it. Sell it to these best, people. Best three things about Manchester. Why should they relocate from London, where where everyone obviously lives, <laughs> and <laughs> and come out to Manchester? It's it's because it's. Dead friendly. Dead friendly, number one. It is dead Marty as well. Dead Marty, what is Marty? As in sort of like, just like moody in a... In a sort of like healthy way. Okay, good. Not too nice. Not too nice. Yeah. Okay. So it's nice, not too nice. Not too nice. And just the fucking culture. Like we've got, we've got, we've got like there's so much, so many things that are cool that have gone out into the world, have have come from Manchester. Like. Even excusing the fact that Morris turned out to be an absolute cunt. <laughs> like, he started off strong. Yeah, like I was a massive Smiths fan growing right. up. They, were, they were my band. They're great. Yeah. No, like the, the music and cultural yeah. output I from just, here is wild. I, I, I think of it of like, do you know, like you've got like uh, different strands of like Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Marr is like my like Smith now. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the Smiths according to Johnny Marr rather than Morris. <laughs> right, you've just kind of gone off with a different yeah. strand. Yeah. Nailed some, nailed some complaints to a church in Germany. Yeah. You're like, look, I'm more like a vegan cafe in Germany. Yeah. Um, no, Nadine, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Uh, just on Twitter, I suppose. I'm Andy Manchester. Come in, come and have a brew with me. Come, come, come to Manchester, we'll have a nice brew. That's nice. That's yeah. good stuff. And just at the, just your, your handles do. Come on, you got to yeah, be, you're not. At, at Beardy Genius, which I hate. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that, That's the best one? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. joe.co.uk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check out the articles. Yeah. Learn about the election. And, uh, and vote Labour. Vote Labour? Vote, vote for whoever you want to, but vote Labour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the way we say the end of the podcast, you say cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Fucking, I love that everyone, <laughs> even if they're like, English says it Australian, they're just yeah. kind of like, you guys say cheers, mate, too. But you're like, oh, fuck, it's my time. Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, no, I Chowdhury. Thank you so much. All right, Jerkoffs, that was my chat with Noradine Chowdhury. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm glad to finally have someone from Manchester on the podcast. Obviously, as someone moving to the UK, I think it's like any visitor in the UK, you just think Manchester is a huge part of British culture, like a real cornerstone. It's got its own style. And I haven't had anyone from there on. I've had like a couple of people from Liverpool. I've danced all around it. I've gone Newcastle. I've gone Birmingham. But like finally got someone from manchester uh lived there his whole life i find that pretty crazy because like you figure as a journalist as he is like you just kind of have to move around with the job a little bit probably like comedy or like an actor like they tend to move around but he's always been in manchester even for university and you can tell that he just absolutely loves that city loves its vibe loves its flavor i mean it was just interesting hearing him talk about politics because you know obviously 
he seems he seems to be a Labour supporter. Like uh, that's that's all I can glean from his writing and from chatting to him. But just the way that he was willing to say that, yeah, it is the fault of that party if they fail to communicate their message to the youth. Like that's what the Labour campaign is built on, communicating with the youth. And it's interesting to hear someone who kind of came up in football, whose website is predominantly about football, or at least started that way, trying to transition into using it as a way to talk about politics to these people who don't generally engage with it. And like, just also, it's so nice to talk to someone who's not a comedian every now and again. I mean, I love comedians. Like, that's who I hang out with these days. Like, pretty much all my colleagues are comedians. You get the occasional actor, maybe a director. But I hang out with comics all the time. I love it. I think they're funny. I think they're interesting. But with a journalist, you get this really distinct feeling that they actually know what they're talking about, you know? That's rare. That's rare from a comedian. We got, we got, we got our suspicions. We got our theories. But he really had it backed up, and it was great talking to him about that. I really appreciate him taking the time. If you like Noradine, please get around him at Bearded Genius on Twitter. That's where he does most of his best work. And of course, follow his articles at Joe.co.uk. Uh, I'm sure there will be heaps of them coming out with the election coming up. And also, I, I got a feeling he might be getting around, getting more comedians involved in producing media for them. So probably some of the people you've heard on this podcast, you will see popping up on joe.co.uk. Obviously, good on Steve for getting involved in the podcast. Don't worry. We are going to have a full episode talking about our time in the UK uh, and Europe. 18 dates together. We have plenty to talk about. And that'll be coming to you live from Stockholm. I will be absolutely hammered because it's the last night of the tour, one of my last nights in the UK, and Steve will be sober because he doesn't drink. So that'll be an interesting dynamic. We can see if I can really dial up the obnoxiousness and get him to say how it really is in the UK for an American. Uh, If you want to catch us live, that would be awesome. If you do, please get involved. Like, have a chat. Jackie came down in Glasgow. Uh, talk to us in the Q&A. Always good to see jerk-offs in the crowd. Do not be shy. I will happily take a photo with you, have a chat, whatever you like at the end of the episode uh, or at the end of the show, more likely, unless we do a live episode, which we should. At some point, we've got to get a live episode happening. Um, if you like those dates, you can go on my website, www.danielmuggleton.com. Uh, All the dates are listed there. You can book tickets and you can save 25% with promo code MUGGLE, M-U-G-G-L-E. It's a capital M, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Now, that's that's the end of this week's episode. If you enjoy the podcast, please do take the time to give us five stars on Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts, that really does help get more ears involved in the jerk, in the union jack-off. Uh, and this week's episode is not video. I'm sorry. I did record it on the road in Manchester, so it won't be appearing on the YouTube channel. But in good news, we have actually caught up. I've been using the internet at various Marriott hotels around the country to finally upload those episodes. All right, jerk-offs. You guys have been great. If you enjoyed me, get in touch at Dan Muggleton. Always happy to hear from you, answer any questions you got. Uh, but let's get into the feature track. We're going to play this thing in full Finnegan Tui, Benedict Quinn, The Mask. If you like the song, please get around Finnegan Tui on YouTube. That is Tui, spelt T-U-I, Finnegan Tui. And this song is The Mask, capital letters, my favorite movie as a child. Name my dog Milo after The Mask. So obviously, it's our feature track. Guys, enjoy it. 
jerk-offs. Catch you next week. Cheers, mate.
have worn a mask for many years It hurt my nose and pained my ears And after time hurt my face Covered up that sacred space Now unadorned in any way Is how I like to spend my day See, time has been and time has passed But now I've learned I can remember